start broadcast and then update to Twitter. update to Twitter and then I always like to watch my own channel so let's go to your own channel so you can see what the chat is Uh, no, no, on the one yeah. right. And then uh, update your internet tonight. Update my internet? Or go to the faster one. Yeah, <laughs> faster, right? You're going to get addicted to. Oh, nice colors. Pretty. Oh, that's Twitter. See, now people are going to ask questions, and it's just going right. to. Right, powerful Twitter. All right, let me go to my website. What is my uStream? Uh, yeah, just click, or go back to the other page. You know, is that the? But that's not it. I think this one is it, or that one is it. Yeah, you don't you don't want to have too many windows open because you're going to be killing your internet. Right, it's killing it right now. Look. Yeah, so I would accept that one and that one. <laughs> Maybe even close your tweet deck. Really? Well, not tweet deck. I guess it only updates every once in a while. Um, oh, login, right? So you're already, see, you're already yeah. getting it. I think that's huge. Yeah, totally. Right. Oh, you got screen burning? Huh? You got screen burning? What are you talking about? Go back to your message board for a second. Uh, that, that tab on the very right. See that? Yeah, what is that? Looks like screen burning. Right, but it's only the image that's below. Uh, I think there's a transparency issue. <laughs> Okay, what is the channel though? This isn't the channel. Uh, it is right. Try upstream. Dot, oh, it's upstream. Dot TV ch backslash channel Joe Rogan Live. That's like, it. Yeah, right there. Try. You can try it out. Yeah. Yeah. And 
then when we get fancy, we could put your website address and we put graphics and all that stuff. This is slow as fuck. Pause that one screen, you know, the where we're watching yourself live. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Someone says, how are you guys doing? Hi, we're doing great. Which one is your one? This one. It's cold. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. And if you want to watch the chat, you click on this, and people can chat live, you know? Mm. Okay. We are broadcasting live. This is uh, my office. This is Brian Reichel, aka Red Band. Hello, world. The fuck is going on? <clears throat> ah, the questions are coming in now. How are you guys doing? We're doing swell. I don't think we're quite high enough for this. <laughs> I forgot we even started. Off camera marijuana use. Pull it into the camera. <clears throat> the fuck is that? fire in this room? What's going on? Ask, how is the quality, sound and video-wise? Yeah, how's the quality? Sound, video-wise? Does it sound alright? Can you see us alright? Someone says they're already hard. That's amazing. We got somebody hard, dude. Mm, but look at this. Uh, this is not this. See this guy here? Uh -huh. And this guy's above that, but this guy isn't on this. What's that all about? See? Yeah. Huh. So weird. Dead air bad, Brogan. Where's Goldie? <laughs> yeah, we just started this. It's not very good. I oh, apologize. Actually, it's that person, probably. No, it's not. See, it's this guy right here. More red. See? Good no. sound quality. Yeah, the video and oh, see, different guy. This guy's tweeted his tweet tweet's not coming through. Oh, that might be yeah, uh, that might be something weird. Fuck but I was I was talking about the where they said the the sound and video. Snowflakes falling are a bit annoying. Oh come on, it's Christmas. Video fun. and sound are okay, but the snowflakes are annoying. Does everybody feel like the snowflakes are annoying? Is it just one dude that's kind of you know anal? about what he looks at on our screen. Come on, man, it's a beautiful snowflake. Merry Christmas, you fucks. How you doing, everybody? Merry Christmas, my friend. You gonna change it? No, we'll just add something else. Go with bubbles. See what bubbles look like. Bubbles? Bubbles. We'll add bubbles and there. It's just for that, dude. Oh, bubbles, too. <laughs> and then, 
Cool. And then we will add a clock for that guy. This is for two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need a clock. Yeah. Kill the clock. The clock's ridiculous. But anyways, you can go through it, and then if you want to un-exit, we'll take him off. Oh, this is good. Comic book. What's comic book? That makes me look like a comic book. Oh, that's gay. Yeah. So then you can see. Scroll down. Hmm. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles and snowflakes. Flame on. Let's see what flame on does. Oh, that's we're sweet. on fire. That's gay. I don't like that either. Hmm. Glow. Shall we glow? No, we shall not. <laughs> and you could change like sometimes they have options. So if you wanted to glow less, you could drag that. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the matrix. Black helicopters, try to take your baby. It's just the Matrix, though. Where did I go? No, you see if you. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah. Terrible idea. NASA. Ooh. What's NASA? Mm, just don't. <laughs> Pixelate. Pop art. Uh, all these look gross. <laughs> Thermal. Oh, thought bubble. There you hmm. go. And then you can type in what you want right there. Oh, I love it. Okay, that's good. How much of this shit is annoying? <laughs> probably, the bub <laughs> probably the bubbles. The bubbles are annoying, and me just sitting in front of the fucking computer, just going, how about this? How about that? That's annoying. There's people watching this. Like, Why don't you show them this awesome box that somebody made? Yeah, this is an awesome box that um, <clears throat> some wonderful couple there got me i'm not sure if the dude made it or the girl made it but this is like a, a killer stash box that this uh these two cool people gave me well actually the guy made it because the girl made the pipe now i remember the girl's a, a glass blower but it's this wild box with like this cool alex gray art on it you know it's like a really trippy stash box and uh, some guy made it to me and gave it to me after one of his shows. I wish I knew the dude's name because it was very cool. And the box has like a little place where you would keep your tobacco. And then she made me this killer little pipe. And he made, I'll get it away from the snowflakes. So you can see. <laughs> but uh, whoever they are, if they're watching this, highly unlikely. But if there, nobody's watching this. Thank you. We have ten people in here. Now, is this show 113 already? Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is like a, 113 people is like a show at a comedy club. Now I feel pressure. Isn't that weird? 113 people is like we have to be uh, we have to be entertaining. So let's read the Twitter feed and see what the fuck is up, bitches. Let's see the stash. How dare you? It's not a stash. This is medicine. It's, this is called Trainwreck. You see it right there. And you see right there, this, if you don't know, if you're from out of, out of town, that Red Cross and the marijuana leaf, this is medical marijuana. So this is totally legal in the state of California. It's pretty trippy because you drive down the street, and I was driving down the street yesterday, and we were looking for places where we could, uh, you know, like we could see how many places are near my house. There's like fucking... 20 places within a couple miles of my house that I can go and a lot of them they just say co like collective on it it'll say like you know West Hills Collective or you know fucking Dick Street Collective whatever and it'll have a red cross and that's all you need to know and everybody knows that it's weed they have green letters everybody uses green letters 
and they're everywhere. And you go, and if you have one of he, these right here, this is Brian's. Let me see this. This is a real legitimate recommendation from a doctor. And this, all you do is you go to a doctor and you say, marijuana helps me sleep, whatever. And the doctor will give you one of these legitimate recommendations, a, a legal prescription in the state of California for marijuana. And then you go to these places, and some of them you can pay with a fucking credit card. It's the trippiest thing ever. You, you, you buy weed with a credit card, and you're like, what year is this? It's 2009. But the rest of the country is still living in the dark ages. Colorado is catching up. Colorado has a bunch of places now. Colorado actually is going to open up a, um, a medical marijuana restaurant. And they're going to open up some 30,000 square foot weed superstore in Boulder. It's fucking gigantic. It's like three stories. Isn't Texas even doing like a vote soon or something yes. like that? Yeah, That's well, weird. a lot of people are trying. You know, a lot of states are trying. Um, uh, Massachusetts recently made it. Uh, they decriminalized it. It was, uh, they don't have any medical law yet there, but now it's completely... Uh, not legal, but it's not illegal. It's a weird thing. Like you're not allowed to sell it. Like possession is one thing, but selling it is a different thing. You're still not allowed to sell it, which is fine. Let people fucking grow it. You know, really, uh, uh, fucking Hunter S. Thompson had it right. Hunter S. Thompson, when he was running for sheriff, he was saying that no drug good enough to be taken should be allowed to be sold. That was like a law that he was going to pass in Aspen. And he was going to call Aspen Fat City. He was going to change the name of Aspen to Fat City. He was going to tear up all the roads and sod the streets. So it was all dirt roads everywhere. And he, <laughs> he fucking lost by 400 votes. It's only 400 votes. He can't, he, if he won, if he was the, 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 the sheriff of Aspen, that would have been fucking badass. But one of the things that he wanted to have was that any drug that you can take that is good enough to be taken should be legal. And he's fucking totally right. You know, if people want weed, it should be, people should trade things for weed. Or, you know what? Fuck it. You should be able to buy it if you want to. But the problem with that is, you know, then you're going to get some really unscrupulous people that just want to sell pot. You know, they just want to sell it. And they, they want to make profit off of it. And then it becomes like anything else. The, they try to cut out the competition. And like, like one of the weed stores that I go to, there's a guy right next door to him. That opened up like I'm talking like right next door. Like there's maybe like one storefront between two weed stores, and the guy's pissed off and he's fuck. This guy's a dick. That's totally not in the spirit of you know what marijuana is supposed to be. I mean you're not supposed to be opening up right next to store to a dude and killing his competition, but he shouldn't be like fuck that dude. You know what's that dude doing? He's just another dude selling weed. Yeah, he shouldn't be doing it right next to you. Yes, correct, but don't be an asshole. You're fucking selling weed, pal. <laughs> You know, you ain't fixing the world. <clears throat> Hunter S. Thompson is my hero, and I'm planning full sleeves of Ralph Steedman art. Are you really? Wow, that's a fucking good idea. Steadman? Steadman or Steedman? I forget how you say his name. Is it Steedman? Fucking, I love his art. His art perfectly goes like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Compliments Hunter S. Thompson's writing. You know, that guy just fucking nailed it from the very first time they worked together when they did that um the kentucky derby is decadent and depraved from that story all the way on to fear and loathing in las vegas that ralph guy he fucking nailed it he he was he was hanging with hunter he totally got the vibe that that hunter was writing he totally got where hunter was seeing things you know i just started getting into hunter s thompson really recently i was uh I guess maybe a year and a half ago, I was uh, staying in a hotel room in Seattle, and I ordered up uh, Gonzo on the uh, the pay-per-view in the hotel, just because nothing else looked good. I said, fuck it, I'll just check this out, and 
I immediately became a Hunter S. Thompson fan. I started reading his books, and now I'm reading the one I'm reading now is great. The one I'm reading now is this one, Great Shark Hunt. It's great. It's got everything in there. It's got a, a bunch of his different shit. Fear and Loathing's in there. The Kentucky Derby's in there. A lot, a lot of great stories, like a collection of his works. The quintessential. Well. Need to open grow homes with retail fronts. Yeah, man. Keep it all easy. That's what I'm talking about. If you've never been to a grow room before, I've only been to one grow room. It was pretty interesting. There was a, um, a place in L.A. where they, uh, they it was a full-service place. You can get a prescription there. You could get weed there. And you could... Uh, why don't you come in and see here, fellas? Take a picture with me. Hi. <laughs> the, you could uh, get weed there. And they grew it. So there was like this back room where they had all these lights set up, and it was pretty fucking trippy, man. Like it was a, a a big ass room, and it was filled with these plants, and they were all lit up. And you walk through the plants, and if like yeah, they were alive, you know, they're living plants, but it felt like like they were conscious. Like it, maybe it was because I was really high. That might be, but maybe because I was really high, I was able to tune into it. But it was it was a very weird sensation. It felt like I was around like living entities like it didn't just feel like they were plants it felt like they were alive you know it was very strange it's cool i thought about it i was like that'd be cool to have something like that in my house but that's pretty illegal federally at least you know if they caught you with a bunch of plants in your house you know they'd be like hey bitch what are you doing with those you're allowed to have one yeah we're allowed to have a bunch you, you can have like up to six plants I you're think. actually allowed to have more because you have that x oh that's right i have an exemption because I'm a fucking real stoner. <laughs> <laughs> Is two of these fucking with us here? Uh, no, but you can you can totally turn off that second one. This one? Yeah. Sorry, folks, getting organized. This is the first time I've... I'm always threatening to do some shit like this, and I never follow through. Why were the UFC ring girls fired? I do not know. They were very nice. All of them were? Two girls were fired. They left Ariani, who is... Uh, very nice person as well. I've been friends with her for years. She's a super cool chick. And hot. Very hot. Probably classically beautiful. Like, it doesn't get any more beautiful, her mm -hmm. face. Very nice person, too. You can follow her on Twitter. She's on the Twitter. Is, She's the, one, is the one with the fake wig still working? What are you talking about, fake wig? How dare you? First of all, how dare you? How dare you? Fuck with her whole career. <laughs> the one with the fake wig. But she has a fake wig, I don't wig, know which right? one you're talking about. The one with the big hair, the 70s hair. She looks like she has 70s hair. Damn. She just started, like, maybe... Oh, the blonde one? Yeah. Her name is Logan. She did not have fake hair. That was uh, her hair. That was real? Yeah. She just has some curly hair, and that's how she wears it. I very the, very I, nice girl. I thought the Atlanta Housewives thing, you know how that wigs are back, so I thought that was oh. one of those. You might be right. You might be right. Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watched that Housewives of Atlanta show? Oh, there's nothing like... First of all, there's nothing like white girls around black girls when they start talking black. I love right. that shit. Right. I love when white guys do it. I love when white girls do it. To me, it's just like watching <clears throat> chimps at the zoo when they fuck each other, when they go crazy. It's like, wow, look at this. this is weird. This is interesting. Right. When white people around black people, they start acting black. There's no better example than the Steven Seagal show. Holy shit. Have you seen what he does no. that? He pulls up to a group of black people. He's like, what up, cuz? What's going serious? on? Oh, dude. Much love, much love. He talks black. Wow. Like, really condescendingly. And then, you know, when he's in the car, when the camera's on, he'll talk like Buddhist. He says, he says like, stupid shit, you know. The, the one monk was walking with the younger monk, and the younger monk says, what is the way of Buddha? 
No way. And so the older monk throws him in the water. Deep. <laughs> like what? Wow. Like he he talks it like like he's two totally different dudes. He talks like the, the Steven Seagal who's like the mystical man and the Steven Seagal who is this fucking strange cop in Louisiana. He has a, a, a southern accent that he uses part of the time, part of the time, and then occasionally he drops the southern accent and he goes with a full on black accent like when he's in the hood. But Steven Seagal is a fucking cop, like for real. Like he puts on a bulletproof vest, he gets in his fucking car, and they go fight crime. And it's like, who is letting him do this? Who, like, how crazy is it that all you have to have is a couple fucking movies? Have you seen his website? Oh, it's genius. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Is it stevensegal.com? I think so. Have you seen Jim? You've seen Jim Carrey's yeah. website? Yeah, Dude, Jim Carrey dope. has the most amazing website in the whole entire world. It's pretty cool. I've never seen a better website. Yeah, it's very, very unique. But when I see websites like that, I wish I still tripped on shrooms all the time. Because I would just sit at his website all day. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh. <clears throat> Beyond the mind's eye. Yeah, the Sakal show is fucking. Cool. Oh, what the fuck? We've oh. been attacked. <laughs> this behind me, this sign, is a point of controversy from the man show when I hosted it. Yeah, I know it was terrible. Listen, we thought it was terrible too. We got we got fucked when we when Doug Stanhope and I went to do that show. They lied to us. They told us you can do nudity. We'll blur it out. You can swear. We'll beep it out. We want you to go crazy. We want to get sued. It's gonna be great publicity. And then when we started doing it, first of all, Janet Jackson pulled her nipple out, and everybody went fucking crazy. Isn't shit, crazy. It's We're amazing. still feeling the effects from that. It's amazing. Like literally, television got set back a decade because of Janet Jackson's nipple. And the big thing was that they were showing it during the dinner hour and children were watching. Well, isn't like a, a woman's nipple? Are, are we that fucking crazy? It's not like she had a, a rifle up her pussy. It's a fucking nipple. You know, that's where babies feed. It's, it's, is it that offensive? That's where babies feed. It is, man. It's, it's the first, I mean, talking about it during the, being during the dinner hour, somebody had a really good point when this happened. Like, he said, isn't that like the first meal? That's like the dinner. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it breasts. Yeah, you see that when you, since you were a kid. Well, ever, you know what? Especially having kids of my own, now when I see Mrs. Rogan make fucking milk with her tits, and I'm like, dead I see the, the the tits are dead to me. I don't suck on them anymore. But what's more important is that you look at them and you say, that's like, those are, that's like where food comes from. Like it's not offensive. But anyway, this thing behind us make me hard. This is how fucking stupid they were when we were doing the show. There was an argument. And we hit. We came up with a game show called Make You Make Me Hard. And what it was is the guy would be strapped into a chair, and he would have this box on his dick, and with a, a light would go off in the box, and you know the light would indicate that he has a boner. And so we'd have like midgets eating bananas and shit, and oh, he's getting hard. You know, it was, we it was kind of corny. But what, what we really, the reason why we did it is one of the gags was we had this really hot chick, and she climbs all over him. The audience is going fucking crazy. They're going nuts, and this really hot chick. At the end of this, she pulls her tits out. He's sucking on her tits, whipped cream, the whole deal. And then she pulls her panties off, and she's got a dick. And the audience goes crazy. She was a tranny. And I mean, I've never heard a bigger wave of disappointment than when this this tranny pulls out this dick. And she was taking all kinds of hormones. So it was like a dick that had been poisoned. It looked like dead. It was like like dark. It was dark and shriveled up like it burned, like chemically burned. Like it was like a little little dead monkey dick. What did it smell like? I don't know. And she pulled it out and she starts like swinging it around and the fucking audience went crazy. And the guy sitting in the chair just had this look in his face of horror. 
Well, they approved all that. But what they wouldn't approve is the, the name of the show, Make Me Hard. They said that we had to name the show Make Me Stiff. Like, this is like an argument. Like, for real. Like, there's a difference. Like, they, they mean the same thing. It's just Make Me Stiff doesn't sound... Doesn't sound quite as funny. It really doesn't matter. I mean, what's the difference? But the point was that they were willing to argue this. It was a big deal for them. And that shows you how these shows work. The best shows, like like stand-up comedians, like if you take a guy like Dave Chappelle or, you know, Cat Williams or anybody, any good comic that you like, they write all their own shit. They write it, they perform it. They're saying shit that they think is funny. They are the producer. They are the performer. They're the whole ball of wax. They're the writer. They're everything. And that's why you get a pure product. Because you get a product that's from this dude's mind. Well, what happens is when you like start working on a television show, these people that are working for the network, somebody has to work for the network. And you would assume that the people at the very top of the food chain are the perfect people for the job. But that's not true. They're just people that somehow or another got that fucking job. And a lot of them, they like to think that they know what's good. They like to think they have an eye for it. And they always want to put their footprint on it. They want to put their handprint on it. They want to change something. And anything that you know, we, I think the background should be blue. We're gonna ruin the whole show with this red background. And they'll go crazy and they'll fucking fight over this. Why? Because they want to be the one to say, "Well, it was me that decided for the blue background." If they didn't go with that blue background, the show was shit. Am I right? And then the wife will agree with them, and they all get fucking pilled up together. That this is what they argued over. Make me hard. So this is I. I got to keep this sign because it was useless. Because we had to change the sign to make me stiff. Like it's okay to pull out your fucking dick. It's okay to have a guy strapped to a chair thinking a chick is on top of him, and this chick pulls out this wrinkled, poisoned black dick. That's okay. But you can't call it hard. You have to call it stiff. It's really that dumb. It seems like I would be exaggerating, but that's why Dave Chappelle walked away from the Chappelle show. It's just because. Having when you're a comic, having somebody else tell you what's good and what's bad. Like there was one of the things we did in the the, the man show where we wanted Joey Diaz. And if you don't know who Joey Diaz is, his uh, Twitter is Mad Flavor, one word, um, at Mad Flavor. And Joey Diaz is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. He's, he's like one of the funniest human beings to ever live. And Joey weighs like 350 pounds. He's down to 300, but back then he was like 350. And he would always get naked. We get naked all the time. Get naked on stage, and his balls literally look like grapefruit in an old lady's pantyhose. I mean, they're fucking ridiculous. And he doesn't shave them, but they have no hair on them. Like he has no hair on his arms, no hair on his chest, and he's fat as fuck. And we wanted to have him introduce us at the beginning of every show. He kicks open this door and comes out yelling, let's get this party started. And his balls are jingling. And it's fucking hilarious. First of all, it's hilarious because Joey's hilarious. No matter what, he could read. Doug Stanhope said Joey Diaz could read the phone book and it'd be funnier than most of the shit you see on late night TV. And that's totally true. But they were like, that's not funny. What's funny about this? This is not funny. No one's going to laugh. It was like a big argument. And I said, listen, let's do two openings. We'll do one regular opening and then we'll do one opening with Joey. Well, we did the opening with Joey, and they went fucking crazy. Of course. Everybody was screaming and laughing and yelling, and it set the tone, the tone that we wanted to have. Like, this is, we're just trying to have fun. We're not, you know, we're not trying to be relevant, or we're just trying to have something that people enjoy. Let's have fun. Let's have a fucking good time. But it was almost impossible to try to have that good time when you have, you know, other people, like, that aren't necessarily funny at all, and they're, like, putting their input into what's, what should be in this comedy show. So Doug and I got fucked, but the, the most important thing is that we had a good time and we came. Well, we were always good friends, but we became great friends doing that. All right, what else? What's going on here? The snowflakes. Well, you don't like the snowflakes? They're dragging the video stream down. Oh, you know what? You might be right, dude. The snowflakes might be fucking us. Freedom. 
snowflakes. Is that better, everybody? Oh, I'm sure it's better. My fucking <laughs> my internet's gay. You need to upgrade that. I can't believe you have you haven't done that. I live. You used to be on top of the game. I live in a. I oh know. He, he used to have the fastest internet back when internet was you know 28k, 56k. He used to have. Well, back ISDN. when the, the no, I asked the ISDN first, then I got a T1 line installed in my house. <laughs> T1. Back it's when like, we're on 56k. Modems. This is for business lines. I mean, they only had it at businesses, and uh, I live uh, way the fuck outside of LA, and um, there's it's, it took a long time for us to get like DSL and shit out here. Like I couldn't get cable. I used to have to get uh, satellite, direct TV. So, so they, um, they, the only thing they had that was really fast is this thing called a T1 line. But it was a thousand bucks a month. And oh, I was, that's cool. Back when I was on news radio, I was like, I was totally new rich, you know. I was like, okay, that's <laughs> bam, bam, bam. So when that happened, I was like, okay, let's do it. Thousand bucks a month. Come on, let's do it. And so I got this crazy, super fast internet pipe installed in my house. But now I got this gay DSL. That's just not very powerful. I need to upgrade. I'm gonna get some of that AT&T U-verse loving. <clears throat> what else we got here? Much better, is that much better? Thank you, good, awesome. Yeah, because once you get that, then, that's why I asked you if you had uh, Wi-Fi. Check the dude in the background for a pulse. Oh, he might be a vampire. Team Jacob! <laughs> What the fuck is going on with America? We have rock stars that don't fuck, all right? The Jonas Brothers. We got vampires that don't bite anybody. We we have pop stars that can't go to sleep, so they 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 get literally sedated every night. We have golfers getting fucked. We got America that's freaking out because an ugly rich guy is getting a lot of pussy. Is cheating on his wife? He's cheating on his wife. He's a black athlete. Like, is that really a big shot? It's ugly. Yeah. It's amazing that a guy like that, all he has to do is be good at something and acquire a bunch of numbers, and he can fuck all these girls. Like, he's not even paying these girls. It's incredible. Because one of the girls was, like, asking for money, and he was like, I can't help you. Like, he's not even paying them. So he's just, like, billionaire dude, and he's banging these cocktail waitresses, and they're struggling with their bills, and he won't even fork over any cash. Like, how hard would it be for Tiger Woods to just slip her 10 grand? You know? What's the big deal? She... She lets you fuck her. Like, do you have a mirror in your house? Like, you're getting something out of this, man. You get to fuck her? And all he wanted was just give him dick. Like, that's all you get. You get dick. You don't get no money. <laughs> and on one hand, I got to say, the dude had a very strong pimp hand. You know, I, I kind of respect that. But on the other hand, I would feel like maybe she'd give her some money. Maybe she wouldn't be making a fucking tell-all book if you were, like, really nice to her and she gave, you gave her the money that she needed. Yeah. Tiger is handsome. So says gay man. Synthesis. Tiger is handsome? Okay. You know what? He's not ugly. But he's not like... He's not Jacob. He looks kind of like a bug. He's not a handsome man. He's unfortunate looking. You know? I mean, he's very well built. He's very athletic. He's obviously very driven. He's got a lot of attractive qualities. Uber successful. But you can't say that he's... You know? I mean, like, who's classic? You don't like your guys... You don't like your guys black. Sure I do. If it was like that Tyrese dude, that actor dude, that's a very <laughs> handsome man. That's a handsome motherfucker. If you found out that he was banging 16 chicks across the country, you'd be like, that's it? Only 16? <laughs> Figure you had fucking 10 in each town and he was plowing. That guy's a stud. You know, but Tiger doesn't look like that. Tiger doesn't look like a male model. He looks like an, an unfortunate mix of ethnicities. Babe, but you know, whatever. 
Whatever. Hey, look, I'm Will that dude from Crawl. you choke Red Band out, please? Look, I'm that dude from Crawl. Oh, that's mean. You know the movie Crawl? The Cyclops? Crawl. You know what's the fucking shit that uh, Pan's labor in? thing that had the yeah, eyes on its yeah. hands? That Guillermo del Toro dude is pretty badass, but I gotta say his book sucks. The Strain. Uh, really see. good book for like the first hundred pages. And then he got tired of writing it and just fucking end, just finished it. Like real sloppy. Hmm. Like really bad action scenes. Like the killing the vampires. Like so easy. It was really stupid. Yeah. It was really good in the beginning. I was like, what a great premise. The, the fucking airplane lands. Everybody in the plane is dead. They can't figure out what's going on. And they all turn into vampires and takes over the whole city. It's pretty fucking badass. This one vampire like infected the whole plane. But then it just turns into dog shit. Most of his 16 hoes aren't that attractive. This man is saying that, that that guy was not banging pretty girls. He had a few stragglers in there, but overall, those chicks are pretty goddamn hot. You know, Better you, than what that person's getting. This guy right here? Well, he <laughs> might be getting You never know. But, I mean, some of them, like that Rachel Uchitel chick, that chick's hot as fuck. And then the other one that was on the reality TV, she's pretty goddamn hot, too. He had some pretty, pretty attractive women in his stable. What's Joey Diaz's Twitter again? Mad, Mad flavor. flavor. Here, see, this is one of the yeah. things that we can do. You can hit this text. You add a new text. And so if anyone ever asks you, you can just type in. Oh, here we go. I'll tell you. Follow. And Red Band. I don't even have a thousand yet. You don't? No. I never pimp my Twitter. Oh, yeah. You guys got to follow Red Band. And then you can shrink the size and. Oh, what's the size? Right below. Font size right here? Yeah. Yeah, if you just drag the thing left and right. There we go. And then just you can move, move the box, like maybe move it to the top or something. That's wherever the location is, or the bottom. Doesn't want to move. Um, you just click on the box and then drag it. Okay. No, no, do the other way. Wouldn't do it. Really? Hit position and then just drag. Won't let me. No, that black box. I oh, know it won't let me grab. Oh, there we go. You son of a bitch. Son of a fucking bitch. You son of a bitch. All right, <clears throat> we're golden. News radio or Fear Factor? Which show is more disgusting to work on? Ha 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 ha. Fear Factor for sure, but Fear Factor paid more money. But news radio was way more fun. News radio was uh, news radio was like a, a privilege. You know, I was like. What the whole time I was doing, I was like, I can't even believe. Um, first of all, I couldn't believe that I was on a TV show. That was just like, because I, I didn't, I didn't really do much acting before that. I, I acted on one other sitcom that I got from doing stand-up comedy, and in 1994, I'd only been doing comedy six years. So it's like I was still pretty raw as a comedian. And then all of a sudden, I'm on this fucking TV show. I was like, whoa. And then I'm on the show. Not only am I on a TV show, I'm on a TV show with Phil Hartman. I was like, this is fucking nuts. You know, and, and Dave Foley and Andy Dick. I mean, it was a pretty incredible job. But uh, Fear Factor was just about getting paid, getting that paper. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I get know what you're saying. Paper. Just like King Mo says, get that paper. Brittany Murphy thoughts. You know what, man? I don't have any thoughts until I find out what killed her. You know, I mean, everybody says that it's drugs. I don't know if it was drugs. I don't think the husband doesn't want to have an autopsy. Kind of strange, you know. Really strange. 
you know, that's especially since creepy. obviously they were gonna do one anyways because it's kind of like why'd she die? Yeah, <laughs> unless he killed her. I mean, why doesn't she? Why doesn't that guy want an autopsy? If it was a murder case, then of course he would want an autopsy, right? He'd be like, how do you die of natural? The only time way you die of natural causes when you're 32 years old is if you have like a serious health condition or if you take something that kills you, which is pretty natural. I, right? I, I've read though that a lot of her close friends stopped hanging out with her when she got married to that guy because of him. So there's mm. something with this guy. Well, I've had some friends that have had some serious drug problems in the past. I had a friend that died from drugs. My best friend when I lived in New York. And he used to do heroin. He used to do crack. But mo mostly heroin. And he had, like, manageable problems <laughs> with coke and stuff like that until he got on heroin. And heroin just fucking sealed his fate. That shit, that shit just gets in your blood. It becomes a part of you. I mean, I've seen people jonesing for coke. I've seen people jones for a lot of shit, but there's something really weird about watching people jones for heroin. I mean, it be, it's, it's like they need water. Like, they're in the desert and they need water. And when people get involved in this, and apparently that's what a lot of the, the Hollywood kids are doing. A lot of them are doing fucking heroin. You know, I don't, I don't know what it's all about, but it's pretty spooky, man. Real alcoholics are pretty spooky too. Like when you wake up and you're night, the first thing you drink is a beer. Like at yeah. noon, like Ugh. yeah. I've I've met a lot of alcoholics. I know a lot of alcoholics. I know a lot of functioning alcoholics, and I know a lot of people that are just, you know, just flat out drunks. Especially comics. You know, I've known a lot of comics that have had real alcohol problems because they get free booze and they're out in clubs every night. And you know, alcohol gives you a liquid courage. And if you're performing every night. You, you might be drinking every night. If you're drinking every night, you're going to have a fucking problem. Yeah. Eventually, that shit's going to grab you. Conspiracy theories are only theories until proven fact. Yeah, well, they, there are real conspiracies. Most conspiracy theories are stupid because people want to find the mystery shit. They want to find Bigfoot, you know, when meanwhile, there's a bunch of real live animals that are way more interesting than Bigfoot. If Bigfoot, if we found Bigfoot... Bigfoot would be in a fucking cage right next to the monkeys at the zoo if we found them. If we really caught them, they would be like, look, there's a big ape. You know, we got the short ape, there's a big, there's a big 10-foot tall ape. Nobody would give a shit. But, like, killer whales, if killer whales didn't exist and there was some animal that people talked about in legend that was as smart as people, lived in the ocean, but breathed air and had to come up for air and doesn't eat human beings, saves human beings, but kills everything else, including great white sharks, a super intelligent being that's gigantic and murderous and runs the ocean. People would say, fuck that. That's crazy. That's not, that's not real. That can't be real. But it is real. We just know it's real. And because of the fact that we know it's real, it's not as interesting to people. People love mysteries. We love discovering new shit. Like the Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster doesn't do shit. It doesn't kill anybody. It doesn't do anything. Every now and then it pokes its head out of the water. And everybody's like, whoa, I saw it. And everybody gets crazy. You know, meanwhile, there's fucking crocodiles that are real. They're alive. They're gigantic. They're like fucking 30 feet long. They can hold their breath underwater for like hours at a time. They don't have to eat for a year. I mean, crocodiles are fucking crazy. They're literally dinosaurs that are still alive today. They were the, exactly the same way as they are now hundreds of millions of years ago. Nobody gives a fuck. Everybody's looking for the Loch Ness Monster. You know, there's something that people 
really, really get into when it comes to conspiracies, you know, and I've been guilty of it myself, you know, like, I used to really be into UFOs and you know, all kinds of stuff like that until I kind of realized, like, what I'm into is the unknown. What I'm into is, like, somehow or another is if there's something that's unknown and I figure it out and I find it and I know it's proven and true, then somehow or another you gain something from that. I guess you do to a certain extent if you can really prove it, but mostly what it is is this weird desire that human beings have for things to be to, to prove things. It's a it's a very weird thing. Conspiracy theories like everybody's always looking, like for all sorts of conspiracies that aren't real. I know this also from working where I've had people like like working with the UFC. Like people are always talking about the UFC wants this and Joe Rogan said that because the UFC told them to say it. The UFC never tells me to say shit. They don't, they literally never tell me what to say. My job's the craziest job ever. I'm this, literally the guy who speaks for this multi-hundred million dollar sports company and nobody tells me what to do. I show up and they tell me what the fights are and I just do it. I try to be professional as possible. I try not to swear. Occasionally, you know, it'll, I'll slip up with that, but I'm trying not to swear. But all I'm trying to do is do commentary on the fights. The only thing they've ever told me what to do is when they were trying to buy Pride and Pride fucked them over and there's this big thing going on back and forth. They said, don't, please don't mention Pride by name. You can mention all the fighters, but don't mention Pride by name because they didn't want to give advertisement to that organization. Which totally is totally legitimate. Totally makes sense to me. you know. But they don't tell me, like, hype this guy up, talk about that guy, don't, don't mention this guy's name, and make sure you tell everybody this guy, this is the guy we want to win. There's none of that. There's none of that. Zero. So I know that's a conspiracy that people think is real. That's not real. I know, I know there's, a, there's a lot of other ones that people think is real. But there's ones that are real. You know? Chemtrails are the ones that I've recently turned on. Yes. That whole thing you talked about, the, you know, yes. the, yeah. the air. Yeah. Whatever. There's a lot of people that would look at those things in the sky and go, what is that? What are they doing? Well, I talked to a pilot and I asked a pilot about it. And he gave me a very simple explanation about how water um, going through those jets, those jet engines at a certain altitude with certain, you know, weather conditions, certain moisture. Probably has like humidity, yeah. humidity conditions. There's barometric so. pressure. There's all sorts of factors. But if it's the right factors, there's enough enough water in it, it'll create clouds. Like literally, jets create clouds. So all these people are like, man, they're making clouds. Well, that's what happens when jets fly through the fucking air. Like the idea that they At would be like spraying cities, poisoning people. It's like, don't they live on the ground too? Right. Like they're spraying themselves. They're spraying their families and they, stuff. What I'm they, sure. they have shots. They're taking shots so that they don't get. Not to say the that they don't experiment with weather, but the, the majority yes. of the, the lines you see in the air are definitely. Matter. There's legitimate concerns about like that harp program, where they're they're fucking doing things to the ionosphere, and you know, there's for sure they're experimenting with weather because we know that China has successfully created rain. You know, they they've done successful weather right. operations. So there's there are absolutely real conspiracies, but there's a lot of goofy ones. Man, and the problem is, it's very difficult for people to once they ha made a decision about one something like JFK, you know, Oswald acted alone, and people just get that in their head. Oswald acted alone. It's very difficult for them to look at contrary evidence and, and take it into consideration. Like they, they, it's almost like there's a competition going on. They want their side to be right, and people have a real hard time. And our friend that we were talking about with the, the chemtrails didn't want to. Like we were having an argument with him while I was saying, "Listen, man." You don't know, like you say, but the research that I've done, I'm like, you're watching YouTube clips? Right. Is that what constitutes research these days? 
You know, and he, he was like convinced that chemtrails are real, and I'm like, that doesn't—they make no sense. And the other thing the pilot had that has a, was a good point it was like, he's a pilot, and he's like, believe me, man, pilots would be talking about it. Right. Like, it wouldn't be like something that's that easy. You could just hire a guy to fucking spray every city in the world every day of the right. week, and they're gonna keep their mouth shut. Plus, all these reporters that are like getting pissed off at like oil businesses for ripping off customers. What if that you were getting sprayed with poison? Wouldn't that reporter be crazy? Yeah. A research reporter? You know? It's silly. <laughs> it's silly. That's, I think chemtrails are a silly one. Not, not to say they haven't sprayed people before. Not to say that there haven't been some experiments where they've sprayed you know, a certain bacteria or certain colds you know, over an area to see if they can get people sick. Well, why not? We know there's a thing called Operation Midnight Climax. In the 1950s, the CIA ran fucking brothels. They ran whorehouses in New York and San Francisco. And they ran these things. And what they did was they, they ran the whorehouse so they can do LSD experiments on people. And so they unknowingly gave these Johns acid. So these poor guys would go in there just to get, try to get, give their, you know, their hard-earned money. You know, they probably, you know, didn't even have much pay just whatever they had to get their dick sucked and they're getting dosed with acid freaking the fuck out probably already feeling super guilty probably half of them were married and they just cheating on their wives and they felt guilty about that and then they're dosed up with acid and dealing with the reality of the situation I mean, we know the CIA did that this is information that was released in the Freedom of Information Act you look it up, Google it, it's pretty interesting. It's called Operation Midnight Climax. And it's just one of many experiments that the CIA did unknowingly on American citizens, taxpayers. And they've done it forever, and that's how they do business. And guaranteed that if they did this back in 1950, they're doing something like it now. It's not like they changed. It's not like these, all these like conspiracies, all these things that the government's done, like Operation Northwoods, Operation Northwoods was a thing that they proposed in the 1960s, 1962, and this was signed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff and then vetoed by Kennedy. And what it was was they were trying to get people enthusiastic about a war against Cuba. So they, they, they were planning on blowing up American ships, like real ships. They were going to have mock, um, mock plane crashes where they were going to blow up drones in the air and they were going to blame it on the Cubans. They were going to say that all these people died and they were going to take the, the passengers and put them under false aliases and have pilots under false aliases and that pilot was going to give maydays and say he got shot down. Look that up too. It's really interesting. It's called Operation Northwoods. And this was a real plan that they had drafted in the 1960s that the Department of Defense drafted up and the, the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff signed and Kennedy vetoed it. And Kennedy was like, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to fake attacks in order to get people to want to go to war with Cuba? And that's probably one of the reasons why they killed Kennedy. You know, who knows? But this is, these are real conspiracies. They're real. We know that there, things are conspired on. The real problem with conspiracies is nobody wants to look stupid. And when you say that you believe something, like you believe in alien abduction, or you believe the, the government killed Kennedy, or you believe, you know, anything nutty. We didn't land on the moon. When you say you don't believe nutty things, people just automatically label you a kook. Instead of looking at it and, and going, okay, what has the government done? They really have dosed people with LSD without their knowledge? They really set up whorehouses? The, the CIA did this? 
Really, they really were faking attack. They were planning on faking attacks on American civilians and blowing up American ships and blaming on the Cubans. They really were going to attack Guantanamo Bay, attack soldiers. They were going to fucking sh shoot mortars into Guantanamo Bay. They were going to kill American soldiers and blame it on the Cubans and get us to attack them. And that's all real. So you got to keep your your eyes open. You got to keep your mind open. And the problem with conspiracy theories is people choose one side or the other. Either there's a conspiracy or ridiculous, and I'm not believing this, or they go, well, the you know they are the conspiracies are real, and it's usually not that black or white. It usually takes a lot of looking at before you get to the real truth, and the real truth is fucking sketchy. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's real hard to have information about a lot of things in this world. As much information as we have on the internet. There's still a lot of shit that you don't get. Like, Bill Maher twittered something today that I was like, this guy isn't even... He, he's incorrect. Like, this has all been disproven. He twittered something, uh, an anti-Christian uh, thing about uh, Mithra. And, you know, I was like, how funny is this? Bill Maher isn't even doing his research. Like, he's t twittering something that everybody says about Mithra, yeah, but, but it he, was disproven. He gets, he gets his news by the paper. Here, here it is. Mithra, born 1225, 12 disciples, died, rose on May, on the third day, performed miracles, known as a lamb, the way, the truth, the light, 600 years before Jesus Christ. I, I, I see what his point is. His point is what he's trying to say. It's like, hey, there was no, you know, there, there was, you know, there was no Jesus Christ. Now, this, this, uh, Fable, this myth has existed in many different forms, but the Mithra thing is totally wrong because the Mithra thing, if you just Google uh, Zeitgeist, the movie debunked, this guy gets really into um, the mythology behind, um, you know, in Zeitgeist, they talk about how uh, Jesus really is basically the same story as all these different stories before, and one of them was Mithra, and you know, so, so Bill Maher quoting on his thing that. Mithra was born 1225, had 12 disciples. Well, if you go to this other site, that, that this guy is a, seems like a really intelligent guy. I don't know if he's right. But he's talking about, and he, but he's researched it at least. He's talking about the myths and the legends of Mithra are numerous, numerous in account and span several different cultures. I ran, he says, I ran into a brick wall of sorts trying to track down any of this information. I cannot find any evidence of his birthday being December 25th. The only dates that correspond to him are his festival on October 8th and another on September 12th through 16th, a cattle pairing festival October 12th through 16th. There's absolutely, this is an important part, there's absolutely no evidence anywhere that he had 12 disciples or 12 of anything for that matter. No Mithraist scholars seemed to know about it. He was not born to a virgin, but rather out of solid rock. So, I mean, it's it's really really interesting. People like, you know, there's not there's not enough research of information. People don't really look these things up. They they quote a little bit of something that they saw on the internet. And that's the problem is there's no there's no way you can have access to everything. There's no way you can know about everything. It's impossible. So there's going to be a lot of shit that you're you're talking about, you form an opinion on when you're really just talking out of your ass. And that's where most people are when it comes to conspiracy theories, you know, with everything. With everything. People talk out of their ass and because people have a huge vested interest in being correct about things. You know, people hate being foolish. They hate being the dumb one. They hate being uninformed, you know? People love correcting people. They love like your is you apostrophe R E as in you yeah, are. That. You know, okay, you're a fucking awesome dude because you spotted that guy. Meanwhile, I do that all the time. 
That's kind of, that, being an yeah. asshole. <laughs> that's kind of why I like the iPhone, how it always fucks up my texting and stuff like you can that. Blame because it. then people are starting to slowly less do it to me now because right. the, everyone's doing it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura. I haven't seen it. I haven't even. Brian didn't like it. Uh, it was all right. I don't know. Jesse Ventura is one of those dudes that thinks he's because he's a Navy SEAL or he's a former Navy SEAL that he has inside information. I'm a former Navy SEAL. That Opie and Anthony thing just really got to me on both sides. You know? Yeah, you were upset at Jim Norton. Who you think well, I was on both sides that got me upset. I thought they both handled it. It's hard having a fucking intelligent conversation at 7 o'clock in the morning, goddammit. Right. You know, whenever I do those morning radio shows, I'm always like, like, what am I even talking about? Like, I'm always half out of it, mumbling and shit. It's hard to wake the fuck up. It's like, you have to drink coffee if you're going to do one of those morning radio shows. You really can't go in sober. You gotta have a a little bit of that and a cup of coffee. Bang. Mothra or Rodan? I was more of a Rodan fan. I thought Mothra was kind of a faggy monster. Yeah, me too. A big stupid moth. That's a dumb. Who cares monster. about moths? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not have a giant roach? People yeah. hate roaches. Roaches are scary as fuck. Why do you want to have a big stupid moth? You don't. The Japanese had a bunch of crazy ass monsters. They still do. <clears throat> they still do those gods. You know they still turtle. do turtle. Remember that turtle? Godzilla. Is that Rodan? Rodan the turtle? Yeah. Yeah. Rodan's the turtle. Well, come on, man. A fucking turtle? Yeah. A turtle you know they still do man? the Godzilla movies with the people in the costumes. They I still heard. make those. I heard they still make them in Japan. We have no confirmation. See, this is another another thing. That's what I heard. We're talking out of our ass. <laughs> we don't really have. We've done no research. Right. You know. Sick. Isn't that what that means? What does sick what mean? What happens to the Iceman now? You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. Is, is if I is sick? this if I type on this, is this going to go to my Twitter? Uh-huh, it's going to twit. Okay, so how do I tell people to follow us on this thing? Uh, this see, you can, add new right? you can add new chat boxes. Oh, yeah. you mean on Twitter? Yeah, I'm going to post this on Twitter to get people to follow us. Uh, when you post on here, it, it automatically makes the link. It does? Yeah, see? Oh, okay. See how everyone has this link, your link underneath it? Oh, uh, yeah. Is that okay. cool? Okay. What is this HeyJoeRogan.net? What is that? Uh, that's just what is on You don't have to put HeyJoeRogan.net. Okay. You can erase all that. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's for other people so they don't get nervous. When you put sick in like commas or, or in, does that mean kind of or like approximately? Excuse me? When people write sick, S I C. Oh, spelling incorrect. Oh. It's when someone uses poor grammar or poor spelling. Oh. All this time I thought it meant something else. How high am I right now? One to ten? Four. Probably like a four. Yeah, I'm not that high at all. Not very high. <clears throat> There's 230 of you motherfuckers in here right now. We're rolling strong, bitches. 230. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you. Alright. What else? I might have a fan of Jeet Kune Do. I'm a fan of Bruce Lee. I'm a fan of his idea. His idea to add all the martial I mean, he was really the original mixed martial artist. 
when I, I started out as a kid, I was I did karate and then I started doing Taekwondo. And each one of those disciplines, karate and Taekwondo, wanted you to think that their style was the best style, the end-all, be-all style. Karate, they didn't want you training with Taekwondo people. Taekwondo people, they didn't want you training with karate people. You know, judo people didn't want you training with kung fu people. It was like everybody was like really attached to their style. So really, Bruce Lee and Jeet Kune Do, that's the original mixed martial art. That's the original guy to look at, you know, all the different systems and take what's useful about from each one. I mean, Bruce Lee was a he was a genius when it came to martial arts. Way, 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 way ahead of his time. <clears throat> I like this because the questions are slower yeah. and it twitters them. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is the first time I've done this. Like I said, I'm, I'm always threatening to do this, but we're doing it now, you motherfuckers. Subverter. Talk more about Hunter S. Thompson. I love that feeling where the truth just hits you. Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson was a fucking genius. He was a he was one of the very few dudes that really captured the the angst of the '60s and the '70s, the Nixon era, and you know the the he was a part of the acid culture of the '60s. He was a part of the culture like the the San Francisco Hate Ashbury movement, where it's like everybody was doing acid. All these people were like and good acid. So all these people were like really coming together, and they were really like releasing their egos and their self their identity and 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 kind of like losing themselves in a movement and in this this hippie movement of the 60s which seems like really stupid now we look at it and it's like god look at these idiots with their long hair and their stupid clothes but what they were doing was they were they were radically departing from the previous culture i mean the difference between the 50s and the 60s is fucking gigantic the difference between like buddy holly and Jimi hendrix is like you know i mean that's that's another world I mean, that's not like a 10-year evolution. That's an evolution that would have taken hundreds or not, maybe not even gotten there at all. It's almost like you, they needed the drugs. They needed acid and mushrooms and pot and peyote. They needed all that shit and heroin to, to launch themselves like from one, one frequency to the next one. And the 60s were a totally different frequency when it came to music, when it came to culture. And that set the stage for what happened in the 70s and the 80s and with where the really crappy music that came from the the 80s and some of it in the 70s but definitely the 80s like what that is is like this consciousness this incredible music where these these people were like really like tuning into the art of it in in the 60s like more 60s music is like classic fucking shit you know that you you hear today and you go god damn that's a good song it's like they they really figured out how to tap into the real shit you know the real energy that makes that that makes art interesting that makes art resonate and i think they did it with drugs and i think that the 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 decline in the 70s and certainly in the 80s was because this, there was like a void left where like this 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 Tuning in this connection to the real pure source was gone. You know, it's like whatever they had hit, whatever frequency they had nailed in the 60s, the echoes of it had died down by the time the 80s hit. You know, and I think Hunter S. Thompson had a fucking brilliant story that he wrote, a brilliant like piece that he wrote, um, uh, the wave, the the talking about how the 60s is like was like like a, a wave, and that when the the 60s ended you could see where the wave broke back like where 
they thought that people could be, like where they saw the true potential of, of humanity, of the United States, of, of the human race in general, and you saw it just roll back and go back to where it was. And that's what it was between the 60s and the 70s, you know? And he nailed that shit better than anybody. Hunter S. Thompson's words today, still, when you look at, like, especially what was going on with the Bush administration and what was just, like, the, the clearest evidence ever of, of massive amounts of corruption in government where, you know, it's, I mean, they, they got us into a war that made no fucking sense. I mean, and it was obvious, like, across the board. The Internet was, you know, up. Information was being, you know, very easily transferred back and forth, and yet it still managed to go through. And the, the way he felt about the Nixon administration, I mean, you literally could substitute Nixon for Bush and then insert most of the shit that he said into, you know, the, the early 2000s. Raw sound? Does it sound shitty? <clears throat> what, do, what do you think about doing a radio show of my own? I would love to do a radio show. The only problem is I don't think anybody wants to pay me to do a radio show. I might have to do a radio show like this because... Right now, I mean, Adam Carolla has a sweet setup where he does uh, podcasts and he gets a lot of people to listen to it. And that might be the way to go because satellite radio is struggling financially. And, you know, some people make money from it. Like, you know, obviously Howard Stern makes a lot of money from it. And I think Opie and Anthony make good money from it. But they don't want to pay anybody else. They're not making money. So they don't have the money to give out. So I think um, if I'm going to do any sort of, uh, let me turn that up. Does it work? Is that any better? Is that louder, anybody? If I'm going to do any sort of a um, a podcast or something like that, it's going to be this. It's going to be like this. And I saw Soldier Boy do it, so I was like, yeah. Dude, remember that video of Soldier Boy and the guy in the background with his gold necklace? Just yeah. Going... Yeah, man. <laughs> Soldier Boy is fascinating to me. If you don't know Soldier Boy, he's a, a rapper, a very young fellow who's wildly successful made millions and millions of dollars and he's tattooed his entire body in like the course of like a few months like all the way up his neck and his face is tattooed and his sleeves and his chest and everything i mean he just tattooed the fuck out of himself with like writing and shit like really bad artwork really really interesting it just i guess he likes it, it just went crazy how many times a day do you think he makes it rain Makes it rain. Okay, yeah. does it all day. All he's day. a multi, multi, multi millionaire, and he's only like nineteen years old. And when he became rich and famous, he was only like seventeen. It's uh, he's an interesting little study right there. When Kimbo says all day, what does it mean? All day. That's what it means. Making all it day. rain all day. No, it doesn't mean making it rain. When Kimbo says all day. <laughs> yeah, what's it, what's it mean? When, when Kimbo saying? says all day, it means he's fucking dudes up all day. All this day. is how we do. Fucking all day. Up. When he holds up them dukes. I got some pretty fucking sweet Kimbo Slice t-shirts that I just got from my buddies at Tap Out. Really? Yeah, they're upstairs, though. Um, show me your drawings. My drawings. Um, Dude, I can actually pretty, put those online. Dude, that's pretty badass. I should put those. Uh, he he, he no, just found I'll his old drawings from when he was younger, and they are amazing. It's some shit that I, uh, I made when I was a little kid. When I was, well, not a little kid. I was like 18. Let me see. Twit pick. Oh, I can choose a picture from here. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it up. I'll put it up in my Twitter. Word. I was pretty blown away. He he's really good at drawing, and he has these two drawings he did are just amazing. I mean, I thought I was good back in the day, but he blows me out of the water back in the day. Because well, I never used a technical pen. That's probably... These technical pens are awesome. Yeah, that seems you, pretty sweet. Yeah, you would love it. When I... I um, 
first started out when I was uh, was a kid, I I was really into comic books. I wanted to be a comic book artist. Big Bad Wolf three. Oh, cool! You already scanned it. Yeah. Scanned it. <laughs> Upload the tweet photo. It's uploading. Um, when I was uh, this might fuck everything up. My gay ass oh. internet service. It's so slow. Yeah, look how slow this is. Cause this is a big ass picture. It's like three megs. Two megs a second, charter. Yeah, I got I got a switch. You tweet stuff to you or use the chat. Oh, tweet stuff to me, man. Don't. don't too many people chats. Yeah, too fast. Too many people chats. That shit ain't. That shit ain't gonna work. Tracy Lee just sent me a text message. You guys know Tracy Lee, from. Dana was in the chat. You missed it. Oh, Dana was in the chat? How's Dana in it? I don't even That's know. That's not a real chat. Dana. She thinks it's a real Dana. No. Why do you think it's a real Dana? How dare you be dumb? <laughs> How Welcome dare to you? the internet. Can you yeah, have cheeseburger? My name is Dana White. <laughs> Can I have cheeseburger? Dana's got no fucking dude, time to be in my goddamn dude, chat. Wait, say you're Obama. Let's, let's have she a says, bomb. I'm in the chat. All right, Tracy. I got you right here, Tracy. <laughs> I'm in the chat, too. The chat, too. And that wasn't Dana, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tracy Lee? She's the combat lifestyle photographer. Yeah. This is the best phone of all time. The iPhone, ladies and gentlemen. You really can't fuck with it. We've tried every other phone. I'm a, I'm a technical fucking geek. I'm a nerd. I love phones. But... There's no phone that can fuck with the iPhone. There's no network that can fuck with Verizon, though. And that's the real goddamn problem. So I don't use the iPhone as my main phone. I mostly use the iPhone these days as like an internet device. I use it as like a little tin, a mini laptop and shit. But for my phone, I use one of these BlackBerry Storm 2s, which as a phone is not nearly as good. It's kind of funky. The typing on it's not bad. The Storm 2 is definitely better than the Storm 1. But, man, fucking, the network is a hundred times better. The, the, the Verizon network, when I had AT&T, like when I would drive to jujitsu at night, I'd drive the same way, and it, I gotta go through Hollywood, and my shit would drop out three times on the way to Hollywood. Three fucking times, in 25, 30 miles, whatever it is. Three times the shit would drop out. With Verizon, straight through. Never drops out. Doesn't drop out anywhere. I get better reception inside buildings. It's just like better, it's just better reception, period. And it's not like a little bit better. It's like several times better, you know? It's like the amount of drop-offs that I get with Verizon are so tiny in comparison to the AT&T ones. AT&T just, they just got fucked by that iPhone. That iPhone just overloaded their network, overloaded the shit out of it. And the the things just they I, just drop you know off what, all the though? time. Something that AT and T has been pushing lately, but I and I agree, is not being able to use your data network uh, while you're on the phone. Verizon, you can't when you're on the phone, you can't check your email and get new email or go on Twitter and get new Twitters while you're on the phone. You can't use your data and your phone together at the same time. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's huge. That's that's bigger than a drop call once in a while. I think. Yeah, that is bigger. You'd have no idea what I'm talking about. 
No, data and not being able to use data, data and talk and at the same yeah, time. Because yeah, because what if you're on the phone? You can't get you can't get uh, emails while you're on the yeah, phone. That's gay. That's and Verizon can't fix that with their current network. Yeah, that's gay. That's why they had that thing where they show that you can yeah. get on the phone and go right. on the apps. Look, the, the, but that sucks. It does suck, but I'll take being able to use the phone over that. I like using the phone. I like look, when I'm driving. I get my business done. You know what I'm saying? I drive. Yeah. I have to get shit done, and I have to talk to people. And sometimes I have conference calls. Sometimes I do interviews while I'm driving my car. You know. But, but you know, like you will call me up and you'll say something like, "What's that? How do you do this or something?" Like I'm on the right. phone. Like, oh, hold on, let me it. go. On. I can't go. On my you can't do anything. That's weak. Yeah. <laughs> it is weak, but I'll take it. I'll take that yeah. and have a signal. I'll take not being able to do both at the same time and have a strong signal. Right. I'll take that. And that's because the CDMA can't handle two streams at the same time. Right. Is that what it is? Right. Well, they, Verizon actually uses older technology. Yeah. AT&T actually has a newer technology, which is – Verizon's kind of in, in, tru yeah. in trouble. They have yeah. a slower network. It's it's uh, can't handle those two things at once. Yeah, but it still works better. Uh, I'll still take it. Right. 4G uh, isn't out yet here. Somebody so. wrote, Soldier Boy is a fucking douche. Listen, do you think you would be any better if you were 19 years old and you would be worth... He's worth like Why millions of dollars. He, he is a douche on the internet, though, where he's like well, showing he's his money kid. and stuff. He's a 19-year-old kid that's worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, literally. Oh, yeah, you can't... We would both be... I would be retarded Why if I was that rich Brothers. when I was 19. Because the Jonas Brothers are hypnotized by Walt Disney. Yes. They drank the Disney Kool-Aid. Yep. They don't even get pussy. What's the point in being rich and famous if you're not even getting laid? Right? It's ridiculous. We got rock stars that don't fuck. They fuck. They, they fuck now when they get, when they fuck get married. Miss Tracy Lee's in here. She says the sound is fine. Everybody that's in that, that chat, get the fuck out of there because I'm not paying attention to that shit. <laughs> tweet it. Tweet it, you dirty bitches. How come the tweet isn't updating? You're getting too many tweets per hour. Really? Probably. You probably have to go. Because oh. this thing's open. You see? It's two, two programs oh. are taking your APIs. Okay, all right. I'm gonna shut. Should I shut this one off? I would shut that one. This one off. All right. I'm shutting TweetDeck off. Bye, TweetDeck. All right. Let's. I'm just trying to optimize here because, like I told you guys, I got a terrible internet connection. But I'm not getting my goddamn Twitters. So let me update this bitch right here. Here. Updated. Oh, here we go. All right. You know what? Well, once you get your updated internet, we'll get you an uh, an HD camera too. The Pope got laid out by a crazy woman. I didn't. I think it was a Pope. I think it was some, some some chick, crazy chick tried to attack the Pope, but some other dude who was in government got hit in the face with a statue in Italy. What is this? They put an ad in front of they, us. They put advertising. What the it's fuck? It's the, the newest thing. They put some some urban. What are show we advertising? Uh, this is because I was talking about Soldier Boy. Is that really Soldier Boy? No, Soldier Boy's homies. They're just chilling. <laughs> They're just hanging out. My shit. <laughs> Look at all my money. Look at all my new sneakers. Even the bottom of my sneakers is clean. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. They're advertising. Please, everybody, click close on that advertisement. Fucking and, and don't goddamn heathens. Show where the, 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 the close button like is. It's right It's the upper, here. lower, uh, upper left corner. Right what? Here. If you see that, yeah, it's right. Yeah, just close that. Close that shit. Fucking advertisement. That's one bad thing about Ustream, because I don't remember Justin TV having that. Do they? I don't know. I'm Justin sure. TV is about to get in trouble with... Uh... 
Justin TV's getting in trouble or something. They were mentioning that UFC. Uh, yeah, they're in trouble. Well, they're. It's obvious if you have a thousand. Like they're Justin TV supposedly working with the people that are owning the copyright material. What? Wouldn't it be easy if you noticed that one of your chat rooms went from zero to two thousand in like a, a second? You know. Hmm. Delete. Delete. Wow. Like I said, you can't fight the internet. People are going to figure out a way to put things online. They're just going to... I thought that was the real problem, was that people were uh, taking a copy of it after the event and then uploading it to torrents. But that's not what the problem is. The problem is streaming. The problem is if you have any streaming, you're going to have pirated streaming. Yeah. You can't stop that. I don't think you can stop it. Maybe you can. Maybe you can stop it by cutting back on those sites would probably stop it substantially, but that's going to kill those sites you know it's going to kill Ustream it's going to kill Justin TV it's going to kill the sites like this where you can just stream anything you motherfuckers wow 364 people this is like a packed comedy club ladies and gentlemen it's nuts alright let's let's take some questions here you dirty bitches wow there's a lot of goddamn what of this marijuana and it increasing brain cells you know, I don't know if it increases brain cells. There's been some research that suggests that, and it suggests that it also slows down the progression of Alzheimer's. I don't know. It does It does a lot of good for you, though. That's what people need to understand. There's a lot of drugs that are terrible for you. Marijuana is not one of them. Marijuana does a lot of good things for you. It calms you down. It relaxes you. It makes you take things. I just got a text from Bruce Buffer. Powerful. It makes you... Um, makes you consider other options. It makes you consider other possibilities. It makes you think about yourself more. It makes you think about, you know, whether or not you're being a douchebag. You know, whether or not you're behaving the right way. Marijuana's good for you. Does it give you extra brain cells? I don't know. I was going to write uh, the, the copy of uh, the cover of my um, Shiny Happy Jihad. The first name for that CD was going to be Weed Made Me Smarter. I was going to call it that. But I decided that was kind of like... That sentence doesn't sound smart, though. For Weed some made me like, smarter? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not supposed it's, to be like a correct mean? sentence. Right? It's supposed to be funny <laughs> right. and silly. It's supposed to be, I think that I'm going to do a book, though, called Weed Made Me Smarter. I think that's going to be the name of the book. <laughs> you know, because that's like a good name for a book. You know, that's like a... It's such a weird it, sentence. It grabs you. Yeah. That's something that would grab you. You'd want to check it out. <clears throat> Did I hear about Rick Simpson oil? Yeah, it's like hemp that cures cancer or some shit. She melt the <laughs> Dan Quinn play. <laughs> what video games are my favorite of all time? Quake. I had I used to have a huge problem. That's why I got a T one line installed in my house. I used to play Quake every day, eight hours a day. Did you watch that video I posted where they go into the airport and just start spraying people? Yeah, and it's what game is that? Uh, Call of Duty, whatever the new one. The uh, new one. Yeah. I've never played Call of Duty. I don't want to get addicted, man. I got problems. I get addicted to everything. I get addicted to pool. I used to play pool eight hours a day. More even sometimes. I used to get addicted to video games. That's why I'm scared of golf. I've never played golf. I'm terrified of that shit. Because I know dudes who play golf, they can't. They sit around all day and practice fake swinging. It's, they get addicted, you know. And I get very badly addicted to games. So I try to leave my addictions to things that benefit me now. Like so, pool. Like pool. I like pool. <laughs> but I don't, I don't play as much as I used to. I just fuck around with it. But like jujitsu and stand-up comedy, I try to be more... I try to be addicted to things that are um, beneficial to me instead of things that are just going to like eat up all my day, which is what pool used to be for me and what video games used to be for me. I used to have real fucking problems. 
Uh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the drawing. I, I twittered uh, a drawing that I made when I was, I think I was like 18 or 19 years old. I used to want to be a, a comic book artist. Red Dragons. Indeed. Red Dragons. Have you seen the new preview for the new Karate Kid movie? No, I have not. It's Black Karate Kid. They're redoing the Karate Kid, but the kid's black, and I think it's Will Smith's kid. Yeah, it's Will Smith's kid. That's, I think that's crazy. Awesome. Karate's making a comeback, man. Leota Machida. Yeah, but don't fuck with the Karate Kid, man. It's... Marijuana would bring California out of bankruptcy. Do you really think so? Don't fuck with the Karate Kid. You say that like the Karate Kid was like some awesome movie. Dude, it's a childhood memory. <laughs> they fucked up G.I. Joe. They fucked up Transformers. Was G.I. Joe a whole movie? Childhood. Was G.I. Joe a movie? Yes, and it was the worst movie ever. No, but in a movie before that movie. What was it before? Oh, before it was, it was a cartoon books. series. Cartoons. Right. They didn't really fuck it up, though. They just made a bad movie. It was horrible, though. Really? It was awful. How fast could BJ Penn beat Aoki? Man, I don't know if there's anybody at 155 that can fuck with BJ Penn now. Now that BJ's taking everything like super serious and training like a dedicated athlete, he's a destroyer. At 155, there's nobody that's even close to him. I mean, no one's even in his, his frequency. He's, he's in the Matrix right now. You know, there's certain dudes that get to a certain point with confidence, with experience, with skill, technique, and then you add discipline and conditioning to that. They get to this crazy place that very few people can reach, this crazy high air. And that's where BJ Penn's at right now, right? That's Anderson Silva, too. He's another one. He's just in this air that nobody can fuck with that. That's what's good about the Ultimate Fighter, though, because it's kind of bringing new people in. That you yeah. have unknown people, you know? Yeah. But... You know, there's such a gigantic gap between these guys that have fought in these smaller organizations right. and the guys at the top of the food chain. And you see, like, with Fedor Emelianenko, like, it takes so many years for a guy to become, like, the Fedor of today. And Anderson Silva is a perfect example of that. Like, Anderson Silva, when he's fighting in pride, I mean, he got submitted by Rio Chonan. Uh, Takasi got him in a mounted triangle. This dude, dudes were beating him. Dudes were submitting him. You know, I mean, he, he knocked out Carlos Newton, but he just didn't look like the Anderson Silva of today. And he had to have those fights. He had to have those losses. He had to get better. He had to rise. You know, he had to really get his shit together, really focus on his jiu-jitsu and, and really become black belt on the ground. So he had this full package so that he was totally confident in throwing his strikes because he didn't worry at all about being on the ground. And that's the Anderson Silva that you have now, this, like, fully complete fighter. But we had to see him evolve. It took a long time for him to become the guy that he is today. And that's what, you know, it takes a long time to make like a full, complete mixed martial artist. And these guys today, I mean, the competition is staggering. There's so many fighters now. There's, I mean, there's so many different organizations, so many fighters, and so many guys are good. It's so hard to, to advance and to, you know, to, to make it to the, the very top of the food chain in today's mixed martial arts world. I mean, there's so much fucking competition. It's, it's amazing. I mean, when I first started doing the UFC, I first started working for them in uh, 1997, and it was tiny. Uh, I, we did the first show in Dothan, Alabama. There was nobody there. I mean, there was like a thousand people or something like that, and it's because the, the tickets were really cheap, and because people came to see a fucking freak show. There was nobody there that knew when someone was passing the guard, and, and nobody passed the guard back then either. You know, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Nobody knew, you know, that leg kicks were, you know, really bad for you. They'd fuck your legs up. People would see a guy kicking somebody in the legs like, why is he doing that? You know, like, back then you were allowed to punch people in the balls. You know, you were allowed to pull hair. You were allowed to pull on clothes. Crazy, the early days, to what it is now. It's really fucking amazing. Your face is amazing. Your fucking face is amazing. 
Don Fry retired from MMA. Don Fry is a fucking real man that belongs in a movie. They should make a movie out of Don Fry. His fucking mustache alone is epic. Don Fry is a, a real man, ladies and gentlemen. A real goddamn man. 372 viewers. I bet you this shit's fine. They're saying the sound's good, but I think the sound's better when we've got it close. Just I think it just that. needs to point towards your face. Oh, really? Have it towards your fucking face. Your face is pointing towards your face. In a mirror. Wheretofloat.com. Uh, is that a website? Wheretofloat.com? If you Google where to float, I know you can. If you want to know about flotation tanks, these are. What this guy's asking about is a thing called a sensory deprivation tank. And what that is, is um, there's a, a tank filled with water. If you haven't heard about this before, you could Google it. And there's, there's videos of, that we made that you could find online that Brian made. If you see any of my videos from my website, and you go, wow, those are fucking really cool and creative. This guy makes them. That's Brian Reichel. He's a fucking video genius, bitches. Recognize. And uh, we made a really cool one up that explains the isolation tank. But what it is is a tank of water that has uh, 800 pounds of salt in it. And the water is heated to the same temperature as your skin. And the salt makes you very buoyant. So you lie in the water and you float. And the, um, the fact that the water is heated to the same temperature as your skin, you don't feel it. So you're floating in this water. You don't really feel the water anymore because the water and the air and everything, it all feels like one thing. It feels like you're weightless and you're flying through space. And when you close the door in this thing, you're in total darkness, you're in total silence, your ears are underwater, you don't hear anything. And in the absence of any sensory input, you don't hear anything, you don't feel anything, you don't see anything. In the absence of all that, your, your mind has no distractions and your brain becomes supercharged and you, you start having vivid hallucinations and you start like, it's really like a psychedelic experience. You really start, you, you start like really like, uh, like researching like your, your thoughts and getting to the heart of who you are separate from culture, separate from language, separate from, you know, your experiences, you, you get down to who you are. And then when you get to that, once you get past that is when the hallucinations start. Because you kind of cease to exist as you define yourself as who you are by your job, the car you drive, the house you live in, the family you have, the friends you keep. You, you define yourself by all these different things. But when, when you're in that tank, all those things are gone. There's no, there's no outside world. There's just the mind. It's the mind untethered from the body. And when you're in that state, you, you kind of transverse. You kind of travel between this consciousness and this reality to another one. You, you, you travel outside of this world and you travel to this, the world of the deep inner thoughts, you know, the deep inner connection between whatever the fuck this life is, you know, the connection between your consciousness and the universe. And it gets pretty fucking crazy. I have one of those bitches in my basement and I do it all the time. <clears throat> Is it like a really great power nap? No, it's not like a really great power nap. It's like a really great mushroom trip. But the best thing about it is you can end it at any second. Anytime you want to end it, you just open up the door and you're stone cold sober. So you can be in this deep trance where you're, you know, you're, I've had really vivid, vivid hallucinations in there where I felt like I was, like I had traveled down to the very atomic structure of human beings and gotten through the lowest point. And at that lowest point, as you get lower and lower and deeper and deeper, it became like another universe. And the idea in, in my head was that all of this life that we see, you know, subatomic particles to atoms to all these, like this, this progression 
of things getting bigger and bigger and bigger to, to humans, to countries, to continents, to planets, to planets, to galaxies, to galaxies, to, you know, to universes. And then all this idea that things just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, well, that it's, it works infinitely in both directions. And it was like I was taken on a trip through the whole experience from subatomic to atomic to planets to flying through space to space being subatomic to you know this new atom that exists and it's a part of new organisms that exist that are part of a new ecosystem that exists that's a part of a new planet that's a part of a new galaxy that's a part of a new universe and it goes on and on and on and I went through this whole thing like over and over again like multiple times and it was really fucking crazy it was a very very vivid and very realistic and very you know very life-changing the whole thing is like doing it a lot you got to do the isolation tank a lot and you got to learn to relax and you got to learn to give in to the experience because so many times when you're in there you're thinking about things and you're worrying about things and you you think about your bills and your bullshit and you know oh, i gotta lose weight and oh, i gotta do this and the, all those thoughts distract you it's like the state of mind that you can achieve in this isolation tank is very similar to the state of mind that you can achieve from you know when monks go through you know decades and decades of intense meditation like they they achieve the same type of state of mind but you're achieving it like with no discipline so it's hard to manage sometimes but if you can learn to manage it and if you learn to go in with the correct thought process and to approach it the, the right way and maybe meditate before you go in and calm yourself and put yourself in a good state of mind and know how to navigate the waters of these experiences then you can get to the crazy part the crazy part's hard to get to but it's there we should ask them which sounds better and switch between the three. Okay. Okay, what sounds better? We, there's three settings to this microphone. This is one. What sounds better? This is setting one. Ready? Hi, my name is Joe Rogan. Okay. Two. This is setting two. This is setting two. Hi, my name is Joe Rogan. Is this better? Does this sound better to you? Or setting three. Hi, my name is Joe Rogan. Does this sound better to you? Which, sound, which one sounds better, ladies and gentlemen? Please, tweet now. You're going <laughs> to annoy the fuck out of people that follow you. And people that have, like, that get your phone messages. Like, sometimes I'll tweet, like, I'll get baked and I'll watch the Steven Seagal show and I'll tweet way too much. Right. <laughs> and I get a lot of angry tweets from people. Yeah, well, like, it, it, it's, annoying phone, it's annoying if you only follow, like, below 100 people or something. That's why I start following more and, and make it more just like a chat room almost. You're, yeah, I have thousands of people that I'm following now. I just hate when people reply to like every single person that's ever written them ever wrote them ever, you know. Yeah, you just that's get a bunch of replies. That's a problem. I'm gonna sign into Twitter right now. Do, 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 do. We'll see if it's the same. One thing. sounds best. Three, you dick. Three, you dick. Who? I'm a dick. One How and three are you? close. Two sucks. Hmm. One and three are close. Let's do three. Three is cool. louder, but one seems better quality. So it seems one, three, then two. Okay. It seems like one is the one. 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 Three. Someone yelled out. One. One. One, one for sure. Three. One. Most people are saying it's time between one and three. So let's go with one. All right. All right. We're going to go with one. Fuck you and your threes. Whoa. Strong words. Very strong. How's your Melrose New Year's show? Gonna oh, be? yeah. Uh, I'm going to be at uh, the Melrose Improv, if anybody's in L.A. 
the improv on Melrose. I'm going to be there on New Year's Eve. Two shows. I think it's eight and ten. Are you sure it's two shows? Pretty sure. Because I heard one show, and then just on Improv's website, they have it like an early time that you can go to eat dinner. Really? And it looks Might like be. a second show, but it's not really two shows. Oh, that's a problem because that's, that bitch is going to sell out quick. Yeah. And in Vegas, the following day at the House of Blues? Yes. The following day, January 1st, House of Blues. Vegas. Vegas, bitches. And then after that, it's Washington, D.C., January, I think, 7th or something like that. Or no? Yeah. Is that what's after? I don't know. Upcoming shows. This fucking thing sucks. The Improv's website is dog shit. See, Joe Rogan dinner, 10 p.m. And then 10.01, Joe Rogan show. Huh. So you just, it's just saying that... You it says it. it says there's only one show. Yeah, I think there is only one show. I only uh, have it on your website as one, one show. One show, 10 p.m. Ooh, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be okay. crazy. Yeah. If you want to go to the improv, you got to go now. It I looks like not... it's already sold out. Is it sold out? Try to buy a ticket right now. Oh, wait. Try to buy a ticket right there. Oh, there's still tickets. Okay. You can still buy tickets, but get them quick because that bitch is going to sell out. Uh, maybe we'll add an 8 o'clock show. I don't want anybody to get shut out. And sometimes 8 o'clock is the move. You go there, have a show, have a good time, get your freak on, have a you know have a couple laughs, and then go hide when it comes midnight so you don't get bullets dropping on your fucking head from all the douchebags out here like to fire guns in the air and get crazy. Woo! I can handle it. And they drink and drive, and it's very dangerous. I got some hilarious video of last New Year's there of these old ladies dancing and stuff. Oh, yeah, the, that's that right. Squad video. I wish we had that right now. We could stream it. Yeah. We could stream it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to upgrade this internet, this weak-ass internet I got here. Yeah, because then know. once I'll bring my laptop, and then I'll start to be able to just send you videos yeah. and stuff like that. Then we're going to set it up like a goddamn fucking TV studio in here, bitches. 358 Jeez. viewers. I'm losing viewers. I must be boring. Fuck. Answer some questions here. Add a late show in Vegas. Um, I don't think so, man. Late shows in Vegas are a nightmare. House of, House of Blues is pretty big already. Yeah, the House of Blues is a good size anyway. I won't. The one thing that I won't, I won't do anymore is I, won't, I, I used to do the House of Blues and I had most of the people were seated, but then there was all the standing room in the back. But the problem is that standing room by the bar just becomes a bar and people just start talking and it becomes a fucking nightmare. So no more shows. I'm not doing any more shows ever anywhere where people have to stand up while they're watching the show. And the reason being is because I went to see Doug Stanhope when he was in uh, L.A. And we went to see him and we we're standing in the back of the room because he did a standing room only show. And it's like after like an hour, like your fucking back hurts, your neck starts bothering you and you're it's not comfortable to stand up and watch a show. I always figured, because I'm on stage standing for an hour, like, it's no big deal. Like, you know, you can stand for an hour and a half and talk on stage, and it doesn't feel, it's not a problem. But standing still, watching someone, is a big difference. That was the worst. It's terrible. Do you even remember, like, the last half of that show? Yeah. Because I was focused on my feet the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible feeling. And what's weird is uh, I talked to somebody in Texas. They walked out of the show because they couldn't because it was all standing room only yeah. at Doug's show, and they just walked out. They're like, we couldn't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah, I hate it. So I'm not doing it anymore, and I'm, I'm having problems with this because uh, I had a show booked in March at the Fillmore, the Fillmore in New York City, 
and they said that the whole balcony had to be standing. I'm like, fuck that, man. I, I, give me less money. Let's seek what we can. And But they were like, you know, we can make more money if people stand. I was like, all right, you're done. And so I, I canceled that gig. And then the same thing happened in Houston. I was supposed to do the House of Blues. And the same thing. They were like, well, you know, we can't. We, we need to have people standing in the back. And I'd, I had it booked. I don't know. My agents are not communicating this to the people, or they're not paying attention. It's going through too many people before it gets to the person that makes the decision. But they didn't want; they wanted to have people stand, and I said, "Fuck that!" So now I'm gonna have to find a new gig in New York and a new gig in Houston, and I'm probably gonna wind up doing the improv in Houston. I don't know. I'm thinking about that, and uh, some maybe one of the clubs in uh, New York City. If you go to Joe's Twitter or website that has his calendar on it, you just gain four people, though. So people like talking about standing. Yes. <laughs> I've got more do you people remember, now. Do you remember standing, like waiting for a roller coaster and just standing like three hours for a roller coaster? Sucks. Like, lasts a minute. Yeah. Fucking terrible, fuck? man. Yeah. Run it like Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green's got an awesome setup. I went to Tom Green's house. where I, I filmed uh, his talk show there. And he's got a fucking crazy setup, man. Like giant servers, and he's got wires, big, you know, wires all throughout his living room. Cause like he's doing it like serious, hardcore style. And he's doing it, or at least back then he was doing he's it. He's still doing it, isn't he? Or is he yes. like, is he straight pay per view now though? He can't watch it for free at all now anymore, really? right? I think, I think so. Let's go to Tom Green Live and see that. Is that the case, ladies and gentlemen? If it is, I think that's a fucking mistake. I think it is too. That's a think mistake. I, maybe maybe it's the archives you have to be a member to watch. That makes sense. Maybe we'll see. We're going to the channel. He calls it the channel. I don't know what that's all about. Ready to receive stream. Oh. Oh, he's doing oh, stand-up comedy membership. now. Membership isn't that crazy? Questions about membership and subscription service. Okay, click here. All right. No. Welcome to questions about support site. Hmm. Membership. Full access to award-winning collection of video. That's what it is. Yeah, Behind the scenes. Can I cancel at any time? Yes. How much is oh. it? Five ninety-five a month. Not good, bad. Good price. Good price. I wonder if he's making money doing that. Four ninety-five would have been better though. Four ninety-five. How about just five bucks? Yeah. What's with this fucking five <laughs> shit? Four ninety-five. That's stupid, man. I that drives me crazy. Nick, I'll see something. Five ninety-nine. Just tell me it's six dollars. You fuck. <clears throat> so do you open your presents on yeah, Christmas Eve? Yeah, tonight we're going to open presents. Why tonight. do you do that? Is that something you grew up doing? Or? Fucking, I'm impulsive. I don't want to wait. <laughs> Why should I wait? I'm grown up. You do it at midnight? Like no. A... You do, it like, do it in an hour or something. I better get some good shit too. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what sucks is that my parents sent me money and then I took that money to buy them presents and I actually spent more than that they sent me. If I would have waited and sent them presents first and then they got me money, I would have felt like I got something. But I felt like I just bought them <laughs> presents. And it's all about time. Uh, Timing, you know? If I... They sent you money to buy them things. Right. You're, it's like, it, what, what am I, your personal shopper? <laughs> 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 but if I would have sent them something first and then got money, I would have felt like, oh, I got some cash. Right. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Thanks for spending Christmas Eve with us. You're welcome, Molly Watt. I'm gonna say people's names when I when I read your questions, so you feel like I'm talking to you, because I am. Were you pissed when you found out there was no Santa, or did you find out? I found out there was no Santa because I stumbled into my parents wrapping shit. Oh really? And I was like, 
And then I we opened it the next day. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like I hid and I saw them right. And then I just put two and two together. My friend has this video of her daughter last year, and her daughter's like, I saw Santa Claus last night. He had a beard. And he had a big stomach and had the belt. And the mom's like, oh, really? Really? Kids Can you imagine? fucking liar. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine watching that? <laughs> I, would have like, to, oh. I would have to correct the kid. I was like, listen, don't lie. Don't lie? Stop it. You would have said that? Yeah. I'd like, you can't, can't see lie. Santa's invisible? No, you, oh, you can't <laughs> lie to me. I mean, she's like, she was like four, three. She's a liar. <laughs> she's a fucking Do you want to see the video? That's so I think it's very important to call kids on being a, I was a liar when I was a little kid. This is what I'm saying this. I had a very vivid imagination and not such a good life, so I would always make up stories. And I wish somebody had called me on my bullshit then. So it wouldn't, wouldn't have taken so long for me to figure right. it out on my own that people knew I was lying. Right. I didn't figure it out until I was like 10. You, you know? would think Pinocchio would have worked, though. No, you know, when you're a kid watching fake. Pinocchio, I don't want a nose with big yeah, nose. Yeah, he's made of wood. Wooden people can't fucking talk, man. That's right. stupid. Why did they make him out of wood? Wait, Someone says, Upstate says, I steal your jokes and I use them as my Facebook messages. I hope I hope it gets you laid. Does it get you laid? If it gets you laid, I approve. I give you thumbs up, sir. Show us your breasts. How dare you, D. LaRoche? How dare you, man? Stop to keep up with these twitters, you fucking freak. But that's good with these twitters. Yeah, it's good though. It's coming in now. Will UFC ever have a 135 division? I think the UFC and the WEC. The idea is eventually that it's going to be one thing. When I don't know. But I think it should be because I think guys like Jose Aldo and Uriah Faber and Mike Brown and, and Miguel Torres, those guys are fucking awesome. They deserve all the attention that the UFC gets. They deserve people to, you know, to be clamoring for super fights and to see big pay-per-view, you know, bouts in, you know, Mad in Madison Square Garden and fucking, you know, the, the, the MGM Grand. They, they, those guys deserve to be at those kind of shows. I mean, the, the level of talent in the WEC right now is staggering in the 135, 145 pound division. I mean, these guys are fucking animals, man. And even 155, they have some awesome fighters. I think it would be beneficial to everybody if it was all, the UFC was all one thing. You know, especially since they own the WEC. I think it would help everybody if they could make that happen, if it's possible. Rigorisak says, use that little kid liar in the act. Mm, I don't know if that's really funny, for, sir. I think that's funny right now. Because we're talking about right now. But I don't know if you could recreate that. It's not funny enough to recreate that and say it on stage. Might be. Might be when you're talking about if, if my daughter gets to the age where my... Uh... Have you wrote any new conspiracy theory kind of comedy lately because i remember you used to be really big into writing like noah's ark uh, you know the yeah, pyramids like and stuff it's like mystery type mystery shit. type yeah. yeah i've been writing a lot of that yeah. shit lately you, that's, you, my, that's, favorite your favorite that's shit. my favorite that's my favorite yeah i'm writing more of that shit it's like comedy my comedy comes in big waves of creativity waves of inspiration is clay guida okay yeah he's okay yeah he got cut up kenny florian cut him up with some elbows web beastie all right we'll some other questions here What's my take short fuse on Jesse Ventura's new show? We already talked about that earlier, but I think people look for conspiracy. There's a lot of conspiracies that are real, but there's a lot of shit that people are just looking for conspiracies. Yeah. Looking for love. Let's see. A lot of questions about that Jesse Ventura show. You know why? Because I'm... 
I believe a lot of weird shit. So people always come to me when it comes to conspiracy theories. But like we were talking about earlier, like Google Operation Northwoods, Google Operation Midnight Climax. Those are those are some conspiracies are fucking real, real and proven. Man, I can't keep up with these Twitters. Google Christopher Columbus. What did Christopher Columbus do? Did not did discover, not discover America. America. That's true. He landed in like the Bahamas, but right? Yeah, yeah, and but yet we are celebrate that dude. It's fucking crazy. When am I come to Atlanta? I don't know. I think the last offer I got from the comedy club wasn't good, so I might come to Atlanta and do like a theater or something. I like comedy clubs. I like the idea behind them. I like supporting these uh, local clubs, you know, that, that keep local comedians in, in business and stuff. But sometimes, sometimes they don't give you the best deal. Is Brock going to live? Yes, I believe Brock Lesnar is going to live. You going back to Columbus, Ohio? I'm going back to Columbus, Ohio. We were trying to go back in March, but March. it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a... When did I get my tattoos done? I got them a few years ago. I'm going to do my right arm soon. Are you really? Yeah. I'm going to do uh, Aaron Della Vadova, the guy who did this arm. Can't is he going to do the, the, the right He's going to do the new one. Yeah. It's, it's a what do you think it's going to be? Badass. Yeah, I'm going to do... Um, samurai versus a tiger, one of those classic samurai versus a tiger Japanese style tattoos. Just make the background be a circuit board, though. A circuit board. Hmm. Maybe I think about adding something weird to it. We're still talking about it right now. He hasn't drawn everything yet. Damn, there's a lot of fucking questions. Damn, you're only five minutes deep. <laughs> uh, 370 players, motherfucker. When am I coming to Indianapolis? I don't know. Never been. Ooh. Is it good? No. Don't lie to me. No. It's no. not good there? No. I went to Pittsburgh once. And it smells like suicide. Uh, D- didn't like Pittsburgh. Indiana's not bad. It's so boring. There. I like to come to places where it sucks and give people a good time, but. Let's go to Columbus, make them drive. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many comedy clubs in Atlanta anymore. They've got a couple. They've got a lot of good comics that come out of Atlanta. I just the Punchline Atlanta. A lot of good comics come out of that place. There's a new one. There's a new comedy club I just heard the other day that's really good in Atlanta. Yeah. Damn, I lost three people. I was up to 370. I hate Atlanta. I'm not getting any good questions here, bitches. These questions are terrible. Killer Whales. We already talked about Killer Whales. You know, the problem is a lot of these people are coming at the end of this and we've been broadcasting for how long now? Is it still recording? I think so. I wonder how long it... Wow. That's cool. How long cool. recording for? We've been doing oh, it. We're doing it for an hour and 40 minutes. We've wow. Been doing stupid <laughs> That's cool. It records all of it, though. I know. Dude, you can also get a premium channel. An hour and 40 minutes. You know what that means? I think you can get a premium channel on Ustream. And it adds stuff. When am I in Chicago? I do not have a gig in Chicago, Dino Jitsu. I don't have anything lined up, but I'll be back there again. When am I planning to come back to Edmonton, Alberta? I was just there a couple months ago, and the problem is I gotta I gotta have new material for you guys, and uh, I like to come no more than once a year so that I have enough time to write a bunch of new shit. 
content. So I don't I don't want you seeing the same act every time I come. I want ha to have a bunch of new shit. I, this is the worst feeling in the world when you're performing for people and you know they're like, oh, I've heard this before. You want them to, like some bits, it's cool. Like if you want to hear some bits, you know, that you like classics and you want to hear them live, I totally understand that. But I know you want to see mostly new shit. So I come to places, I try to come no more than once a year. And ideally, I like to come every year and a half. I like to make sure that you got plenty of new shit. Rewrite a first <clears throat> CD. Haha. <laughs> Brian thinks I need to put my first CD on DVD. Rewrite it and redo it. Rewrite, so. rewrite all the jokes and like master every single joke. I think it's better to just bootleg. leave it alone and just come up with new shit. Yeah. Anything in Philly. I'll be back in Philly again too. I love that place. Helium is the shit. That place is awesome. But if you go to JoeRogan.net, my website, there's my whole schedule up and it'll tell you exactly where I'm going to be. Chattanooga, Tennessee has a great comedy club. How dare you just fucking lie to me like that? <laughs> How dare you, dude? Trying to get Tennessee's me to cool. Chattanooga. I like Tennessee. I was just in Memphis. We had a good time in Memphis. Memphis was fun. You know what? I don't know. West Virginia. I hate West Virginia. Virginia is awesome, though. If you ever been to Virginia, you don't like West Virginia? West Virginia sucks, but Virginia is kind of cool. Pittsburgh smells like crud by the funny bird right there. We're not all poo. Did you know that there's a show called Campus PD, and it's cops only on college campuses? That's hilarious. And it's just girls puking, getting naked, just bar fights. When's it's, this show on? It's on G4. It's like on every day, I think. And it's called Campus, I think Campus PD, and it's just cops on campus. That doesn't that doesn't seem like it should be fair. You shouldn't, <laughs> if you're a kid, first of all, if you're, if you're in college, you're going to want to be on that stupid show because you're dumb and you're going to want to be on TV. And it's not fair for them to exploit you like that. Exploit your vulnerability. They have this this incredible access. They can put you on fucking television. Like the Jersey Shore. They're, for right. sure those guys are getting here's, exploited. Here's the They're question, though. Some of the people in the show are blurred out. And regular cops and the show... But most of the time, they're not blurred. Because so if they're they, not blurred, it means they signed a release. Yeah, but did they get? What did they get? Did they get off? Did they get anything off, like charges off? Like, what is the deal? That's there? a good question. You know, did they get five hundred dollar credit towards bail? Well, how bad are their crimes? Maybe the it's um, from like attempted murder all the way. I mean, you watch cops. There's, oh, cops. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of those guys would do it for money. They say, "Well, money. give me fifty bucks or hundred bucks. Fifty bucks. Sign this." And a lot of them are probably so fucking dumb. You know, they just sign it. They just want to be on TV. Man, for real. I wish I would do what they got to watch the Steven Seagal show. Steven Seagal has got this guy's fucking arrested. He's they pull him out of the, they they're fucking throwing this guy down on the ground. You know the guy said he had a gun. And he got pulled over in his car and he told him he had a gun. And they they grab him, they yank him out. You reach under your car. And you said you had a gun. Oh man, I'm just I'm just trying to park the car. You know the is that Steven Seagal? Because <laughs> that's Steven Seagal. Yo man, I just need to shake your hand, brother. They got this guy handcuffed. I mean, this guy is going to jail. He's, he's got a fucking gun in his car illegally. They pull him over, and all he wants to do is shake. I mean, is that Steven Seagal? He what, just wants to shake Steven Seagal's it hand. It's on A and E. A and E. Fucking brilliant. It. It's brilliant. Nothing more brilliant than the way he talks to black people, though. He goes into a, the black voice. What up, cuz? What's going on? Much love. Much love. Yeah, yeah. He talks black to them. It's awesome. It's awesome. Do you think cheaters is real or fake? Cheaters is fake. Do you think yeah. all of it or just some of them? Some of it. Whatever they need to do. Yeah. Some of it's real. Some when of it got you look stabbed. Like, yeah. When he got stabbed, that shit was real. That guy fucking stabbed him. I was watching an episode last night and this boyfriend attacked the other boyfriend. He has him in a headlock. He's going, I'm like, wait, he's just doing this. Yeah. He's not going, like, you would be just punching fake. his head, right? You wouldn't yeah. just be going like, 
A lot of it is staged. They give him some money, you know. Jersey yeah. Shore needs to die. Rob Fitz. I haven't seen it. 07 yet. says. I, I I disagree. Rob Fitz. 07. Why does it need to die? I haven't seen. They're that. they're definitely getting exploited. But you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. Exploit it. Exploit the shit out of them. Let me see it. Let me see the whole thing. I grew up with people like that. Guidos that don't sucks. just exist in in New Jersey. I grew up with Guidos in Boston. I did, I know a lot of them from East Boston, especially. I know a lot of Guidos. Revere. I used to teach Taekwondo at a place called Nautilus Plus in Revere. Revere, Massachusetts, is the Guido capital of the world. It was all eye rocks and big hair. It was like some of my earliest jokes when I started out doing comedy were all about Revere. It was all about how what a shit neighborhood is. I would have grown up in that. Shit, man. The I good, hate the good that. thing is you appreciate nice, relaxed, cool people after you've been in sure. an environment like that. You appreciate people that are on, you know, a different frequency, instead of this always everybody trying to get pumped up. You know, I'm trying to get fucking swole. You know, everybody's trying to wear the right clothes. I'm wearing fucking cologne. The bitches like the smell. Like I knew so many guys like that. When I watch Jersey Shore, it's almost a little too painful to me. <laughs> like I knew too many dudes like that. Rob Fitz. Oh, I can't keep going to you, buddy. Bad Bobby. Hey, Bad Bobby. He says, I've been smoking weed and watching Jersey Shore all day laughing. Folks, you should follow Bad Bobby. He's a very funny I guy. It might He's not got... be the real Bad Bobby. You don't think so? No, because there's two Anons. And I know one's real and I know one's not. Yeah, the spelling is a little too good. Right. Might be a fake Bad Bobby. Yeah. Bad Bobby is an internet legend, and I think some people <laughs> no might want to fake being Bad Bobby. <laughs> Bad Bobby's a real dude. He owns a strip club. He was a. It's a very interesting character. He was a stockbroker, made a ton of money, and then retired to open up a strip club in Vancouver and just just bangs chicks all the day. <laughs> he just yes. He's just a bad motherfucker. He just eats steaks, shoots human growth. He's always telling people to chicks. get him coffee too. <laughs> Just drink so much Shut coffee. Shut up and get me coffee. He's just a he's a he's a funny dude. He says really really funny shit, and he um, uh, he lives in Vancouver. I can't wait to see him again. We're gonna see him again in June when we go up there for the UFC. Holla back. That's the rumor. UFC in June. Okay. When's UFC Japan? I want to see that. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to go over there. I think. Some questions here. Man, the stream is coming in too fast. I can't read these bitches. That's cool, though, that it's the Twitter stream. Did I see the bit on SNL about Jersey Shore? Man, I haven't watched SNL in a long time. I find it really hard to trust them. You know, it's like so many of those sketches are just not funny. Yeah. It's too hard to trust, you know, to like to commit to sitting there. And I'll, it's one of those things I'll give you a few. I'll watch the clips when there's things in on the internet that are really funny, like Dick in a Box. Remember that? That was an SNL gag wasn't it yeah I watch them when they get to the internet but I, I can't I'm, I need somebody else to edit it find the funny ones and make a big deal out of it I can't commit to watching that show have I seen Avatar yet no I have not we're gonna Brian and I are gonna go see it probably the day after Christmas we're gonna get fucking shroomed up and go to the I can't some of that we could go to the, the 3D dude I think we're already place. gonna have heart attacks and then we're gonna... <laughs> yeah but to do a shroom that's the way to do it not crazy oh, not what Terrence McKenna would call I took a little and I was shitting myself dose. last time well let's just go with pot cookies you wanna go with pot cookies <laughs> that's fine I got some pot cookies that are just like shrooms yeah they might as well be shrooms yeah I please talk that. about ancient alien theories he says in all caps JG129 
Please talk about ancient alien theories. The big theory of the ancient alien theories is that human beings were manufactured and that they use genetic manipulation to take monkeys and add alien DNA to the monkeys to make people. What do you think about that, Brian? I think Asians are aliens. They could be, right? Maybe that's why they're so hot. Who the fuck is calling me while I'm on my podcast, goddammit? Oh, that's the house. Excuse me, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, how much longer should I be? Okay, you want me to end soon? Hi, hi Muffin. <laughs> daddy's Daddy's on the internet. Okay, oh, ten minutes. Okay, you, okay. You love All right, me. ladies and gentlemen, that's that's the reality. See, you see me, fucking stand-up comedian slash cage fighter. No, <laughs> pussy whipped husband and daddy. D- daddy has to stop smoking weed and doing his little webcam show because everybody wants to eat and they want to open up Christmas presents. Merry Christmas, you dirty bitches. What was I talking about before that happened? Oh, we're talking about ancient aliens. Yeah, you were saying, what is, what's your theory? Asians are... Asians. Like, aliens landed and had mm-hmm. Asians. And then, like, they're not... Like, the Asians nowadays aren't aliens, but they're a breed of aliens, kind of like... Maybe they're more alien than we are. Maybe there was, like, different formulations. Maybe that's what all the different breeds of human beings are, you know? You know, like different like italians or they're Irish pure and we're so. just mutts and they're pure hmm. they're more pure to the actual human race you know they're... well definitely asians are more pure i mean there's yeah. there's billions of them and they look very similar that's right. incredible that they managed to do that yeah i mean i guess they probably look at europeans in a similar way but the differences with the blonde hair and red hair and brown hair I mean, europeans come in all different colors and sizes but even like you go korean to japanese to chinese it's all black hair it's all real similar skin tones i mean god damn there's some similarities in the asian i would love cultures. to be asian i think really yeah do you have an excuse for having such a little dick yeah. oh no I, I mean seriously they don't have to shave most of them don't have to shave. I hate shaving, dude. I don't mind shaving. I fucking hate it. Boy, you shave I everything. Shave. I you enjoy it. You make it an adventure. I keep my ball hair going. My <laughs> lower ball hair I shave off because there's some gray ones in there I'm trying to avoid. But my upper pews, I leave those bitches alone. Yeah. I trim them a little bit. When I was when I lived alone, I would take Nair and put it on a trash bag and roll around like a, a pig. Really? Just so to get it all over my back. And then you couldn't really? get the... The, the scraper? scraper. So, so then you would have to get like a towel, on a towel, and you rub and just rub hard. Really? Does it work? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Brian, <laughs> innovative hair loss methods by Brian Reichel. I had a nice, fat, thick mountain man beard for a while. Back when I was uh, doing that uh, Evan Tanner tribute beard, I had a good one going, but I had to shave it for something I had to do. Rejoin the human. <laughs> <laughs> rejoin yeah. society well back when I came back from Colorado too I was really thinking about growing one in Colorado but I, that might push me well over the edge when I was living in Colorado on the top of a mountain if I had a beard up there too I probably would have got way close to an animal you know if I let myself all was, get crazy hairy was there any point of living there like that you were just outside and you were just like holy shit this is scary you know what am I doing oh, yeah. here yeah <laughs> definitely definitely it was definitely scary but that was part of the appeal of it to me is that it was so off the grid right it was so outside of the way a normal person every day gets to experience life I was living in the fucking woods not just kind of in the woods I was living on 150 acres on the top of a mountain in Boulder Colorado outside of Boulder 
I mean, it was like nine miles above Boulder. It was pretty trippy. 8,500 feet above sea level and uh, all sorts of wildlife. Deer every day. Deer. I was on a dirt road for eight miles. Deer. Every day I would see deer. Every day I would see foxes. Occasionally I would see porcupines. People saw bear. I never saw bear. I saw a mountain lion in my backyard. I mean, you saw a lot of shit. Eagles all the time. I mean, it was really intense. It was so real. You know, it was just, it was so like... You know, you're driving, you're seeing wild animals, like real wild animals, big fucking 10-point bucks walking down the street, you know, and it's very, very interesting. It's just the, the fact that you can live somewhere like that. It's such a, I think people get stuck in the patterns, and I think it's real easy to get stuck in the same way of thinking, the same way of looking at the world, and nothing changes that, like moving to a new place for a while, and moving to a place that's as stunning as the mountains of Colorado. I would love to go back, but... It's just not practical to have a wife and kids and, you know, and have little vulnerable babies and being around fucking wild monsters. I mean, my dog got eaten by a mountain lion when we were up there. That's for real. Like, we saw a mountain lion. I let the little dog out by himself. Dog disappears. I mean, that dog got eaten by a fucking mountain lion, you know, which is very likely. And those animals die of predation up there all the time. It's very common. They even prey on animals. They get used to them. They get used to recognizing and associating the barks barks of these animals with like prey and so they go towards where they hear barks so it's, it's actually kind of dangerous when you have a fucking house with dogs barking because sometimes these mountain lions like if they're hungry especially if they're old and they can't catch deer anymore they know these dogs are like in a cage they're like these hey i'm food i'm food yeah, they hop over I'm that food, fence like it ain't shit right. jack dogs they do it all the time they're scary as fuck do you think people that sleep with guns underneath their pillows, that's just fake? Somebody said it once to impress a girl. Oh, no, I know a guy who does it. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah. you, is that just seem the most, like, that's dumb? Well, if you want it, if you want it to have it right there, if you live in a place where you think you're going to need it right really? there. Wow. I mean, look, it doesn't seem like it's a good idea, but what if someone breaks in your house and you need the gun and you just go like that and you got the gun and then that keeps you alive? Right. You know, there's that way of looking at it. You know, there's a way of looking at it like, hey, man, if you think that way, man, fucking nothing can happen to you, man, as long as you think positive. You could think that way. You could be one of those dudes that goes through life convinced that nothing ever bad is going to happen to you. You know, I mean, that that is possible. You might sneak through, but shit might get ugly. Yeah. And if shit gets ugly, you want one of these bitches. This shit's important. That's cool. You gotta have guns, ladies and gentlemen. I believe in the Second Amendment. That's really cool. I believe. Dude, we should go that... shooting sometime. I haven't been shooting in Let's so do it. long. Let's go. Let's go. Really? Let's go. Yeah. Oh, There's a place dude, I want to go shooting away. so bad. Let's go. Go. Uh, let's go on Monday. Cool. I think. Um, yeah, definitely. Gun control is important. You gotta definitely screen people. You gotta definitely make sure that people don't. You know, that the, the, the people can't get access to guns that are fucking crazy. And that you know, and that's the problem with a lot of gun shows. Is there's a lot of people that sell guns at gun shows that don't give a fuck if you're licensed or not. They're just trying to make some money. And there's been exposés on that where they've shown that people in gun shows will sell guns to people that don't, you know, not really supposed to have guns. But the guns are out there. They're fucking out there. There's millions of them. You're not gonna, you, you should have one. You know, if there's millions of guns out there... Better to have it have one, and right. to not need it than to need it and not have it. That's, you know, I'm I'm an optimist. I, I'm not a pessimist. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I believe that most human beings are good, but I've come across way too many fucked up people to have complete and total blind trust in the human race. Yeah. 
I just don't. I've, I've seen way too many fucked up, violent things happen. I've seen way too many crazy people. I've come in contact with and had to deal with way too many fucking crazy people. There's a lot of people out there that you can't reason with. There's a lot of people out there that are just broken and nuts. And that's real. Oh, oh is that Santa's Bells? Santa's Bells is leaving a message? Santa's Bells? Where? No, no. I mean, is that Santa's Bells? Oh, you're saying we have to end this? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to end this real soon. Do, 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 do. What UFC super fight would I like to see? Brock Lesnar versus Fedor. That's what I would like to see. That's what everybody would should want to see. Oh, that's a diaper. A diaper. Yeah. This is my reality, ladies and gentlemen. I've got diapers in my office. My boss office with my make me hard poster. I got fucking... <clears throat> What's Oakley split thump? I don't know. We'll talk later. Oh, that's uh, those... Eyeglasses that are MC, MP3 players. Oh, right. That's the kind that Dog the Bounty Hunter wears. Hollow <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been very interesting. We are up to 379 motherfuckers. I want to thank you for tuning in. This is, uh, we're going to do this much more often now that I have this set up. And uh, I finally installed this webcam that I bought like five fucking yeah, years ago. You got to get your internet updated. Yeah. You got a new HD. I'm going to get my internet updated. They have HD cameras now. 59 bucks at Amazon. Look for the mic. For mics. this? Yeah. Well, no, you don't. That's actually an old camera now. That's not good? No. But it looks okay. Yeah, it looks okay. But see, it's not an HD. You, oh. can, you can be broadcasting HD right now. But isn't that like more bandwidth for people to download? Yeah, but not when you have 20 megabytes, you know, crazy Oh, but crazy it doesn't internet. affect them. It affects them downloading it. It only affects up, us Uploading. upstreaming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once, once I get the internet to do it, I'll make it, I'll make it HD so you can see how ugly I am. I'm like, that nigger's ugly. All right. What else we got here? When is the next time I'm going to be you streaming Johnny Bananas? That's a very good question. Um, I think we're what I'm going to try to do is uh, my my ultimate goal in 2010 is I'm trying to write a book right now, and I've been spending a lot of time writing that and writing stand-up comedy, and not so much time updating my website. But I do go on Twitter because Twitter's fun for me, and it's like a little exercise in writing to make things short, make them 140 characters. I think that's fun. So. <laughs> It is. It's like it, it, it teaches you to like, you know, edit your shit. Yeah, and with comedy, that's very important. Economy of words is what it's called, and in stand-up comedy, it's very important. The, the less words you can use to make a point, the funnier it's going to be when it hits people. The more you, you know, the more verbose it is, the more it's it's not funny when it gets there. So uh, I think Twitter is real good for that. But my point is, in 2010, when I'm my main goal is more on the internet, more shit like this, more uStream shit, more Twitter, and definitely more blogs. But I'm gonna start doing more video shit, and we're, I'm carrying. I, I got a, a cool flip thing from the UFC for Christmas, which is perfect. I'm gonna bring that bitch with me everywhere. I'm gonna f start putting shit online on YouTube on a really regular basis. And I know there's a little Ustream uh, streaming thing for the iPhone. iPhone. We're gonna try that shit out, but it's probably gay. Yeah, right? if you're on Wi-Fi, it's not bad. You actually see the chat on the screen, too. Oh, really? Yeah. If you're on Wi-Fi, it's good. It's good, yeah, I mean, I've tried right. on 3G. But if you're on Wi-Fi, that means I'm on a fucking computer. You know, why fuck around? Unless you're at Denny's, you know? Denny's has Wi-Fi? Yeah. Amazing. Any place has Wi-Fi Welcome now. to 2009, people. Shit is getting crazy. Well, listen, I got to go. I got to go eat dinner with my family. I don't want to leave people hungry. We got to exchange presents and all that good shit. I love you, motherfuckers. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, we are going to do this again. Don't know when, but within a week, right? Yeah.
We'll, we'll commit. It. We should do it once a we'll week. Commit. Two We're going to do this once, once a, week. a week. Two hours once a week. I think that's a good All idea. All right. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Two hours once a week. A movie is two hours. You do, you do a movie once a week. Yeah. Dude, how, you know what's so funny? I was thinking is how gay is this all going to look looking back at it in 50 years? Remember so do we, we save this? Do we save this recording? Um, I, no, I think it stays it to your page so people can go to your page. Hit stop and see what it says. I, I did. Think I already can... stopped it. Oh. See? This is it stopped. No, wait.